You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 29. You guys have just returned on from a boat. Put us on the boat. The, the boat. succubus's party with a menagerie of animals. Animals. And a quaddle. Yeah. And a quaddle. And a hot plate. And a toad. And you have taken to the skies, setting course for Baldur's Gate, where at the very least you will drop off the animals uh, and perhaps <laughs> yeah. spend some more from time the there. sky. Where's Baldur's Gate? Where are we, where are we are? On right the coast right here. Where are we now? We were like up here. Northern. Well, it says northern. Northern is up here. Oh. God, farther north. That winter's way up there. Baldur's Gate's right down there. We're flying so, on the coast. That's awesome. The uh, the captain says, "Yar, I've never been to Baldur's Gate myself." What? He says, "It's not on the coast of the Sea of Fallen Stars. There's so many more places I can go." As he sets course and the airship starts heading towards the town that everybody knows. Where everybody knows your name. Where nobody knows anyone's name. There's just so many people there. It's like San Francisco. Through the The Baldur's Gate Gate. is San Francisco, yes. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Golden Gate Bridge. The Baldur's Gate Bridge. Alright. What are you guys doing on the way there? On the way there? What's I chiefly want to know what's up with the animals as we turn them back. That's probably going to take some time. Or is it even working? Of interest. Ren quickly discovers that uh, that they are all afflicted with a magical condition, as you guys uh, already know. And that he and Kala could work together uh, casting Remove Affliction rituals to return these, to most likely return these people back. And after some experimentation has proven true, that they can be returned to their original form. With remove affliction. Okay. Whatever. Trivial matter. Guys are flying over a long period of We're time. We're gone. And uh, yeah. so it's up to you guys what you want to do with them. Uh, Actually, in Baldur's Gate, I, I don't think I'm the guy who's gonna take that toad from Grosh. I'll go get it. Okay. It's like a person. Her removes the toad from Grosh. Oh, Damon does not know that toad. <laughs> So there's this giant menagerie. Okay. Exactly. Let Lincoln talk. There's this giant menagerie of animals <coughs> that Kala and Ren are bringing in to this room one at a time because you have to do it one at a time. On. <coughs> and they get to a tiger, and they bring the tiger in, and Kala gets ready to go and and do his thing, and I say, Hey, wait, 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 wait. I have to ask, can you understand me, tiger? The tiger. uh... You can see he, like, nods his big tiger head. Ren says, Now, I could understand if you were, like, a raccoon or something. But being a tiger is pretty cool. Are you sure you want to be changed back? The tiger nods again. And the, he says, and then it, but... And, it, and then it's gonna eat you. Pull off. But... You could go and be my companion and let me ride around on you and look at all the cool stuff you get to do. And I'm not even a very big guy. Oh my god. 
The tiger. We'd be best friends. The tiger just sits down and then lays down, and it might be hard to see the expression, but this looks like the look of despair on the tiger's face. Rem says, I'll tell you what. Rem says, I'll tell you what. Why don't you go out and think about it and make you laugh? (laughs) Think about it. The tiger just. It's tail down, holds its head low, and just slowly walks out of the room. You're the tiger. Damon walks in with the quaddle, who's still following around, and he says, I saw a really depressed tiger in the hallway. God, I'm sad. What's that about? (laughs) Uh, So Damon takes... So then Ren carries on with the other animals. Damon takes the place of the tiger in line, bumping his quaddle to to the preferred first position. And you're noticing that uh, as He's Ren has model. been, um, as Ren and Kalab have been working together to to cast this ritual, they're doing it outside of your uh, place. You guys have not taken the animals yes, into your, we're not, uh, no your, your planar area. No way. Uh, that uh, a lot of people coming out of this, are, you know, they're, they're rough guys. They've got their equipment, and most of them are armed with swords and axes. Like, they're pretty much none of these guys are, are you, you know, like ancient? a, a like, farmer from... Uh, yeah. From, and it makes sense. From the humble they, outskirts of Neverwinter. Yeah, it makes sense that yeah. they are all came from Neverwinter. So uh, you're definitely noticing a pattern. It's mostly human, but uh, a smattering of other races. We did bring up, instead of dropping them off in Bellator's Gate, not all of them, but... Um, True. Shanghaiing them? Shanghai said, guess what? Now you're not toads, you're sailors. <laughs> or we could just ship. give them the option. Are we in need of crew? We're always in need of crew. Let's ask Kaz Dunlap. He knows Grosh how to. Goes through those halflings. Yeah, we're always. Dude, Grosh killed one halfling. No, that's not. We true. need a new guy. He Grosh killed two. three. Three. That ta- that session specifically, and we know it's happened since. <laughs> <laughs> you so won't you, tell us. You've only seen between you. Yeah. Three halflings die. But we've noticed the ever-reducing amount of halflings that seem to be scaring underfoot. There are whispers from the halflings, but none of them will speak out. And how much more and more scared the halflings seem to be of Grosh. Every time he leaves... Well, they act in line. Their Chukumte Utagmiga chant has become very practiced. That's... Like Stalin's awesome. Russia. It has been weeks since any of them has mispronounced a Toler- single syllable. We are extremely tolerant of right. many different ethos on then. our boat. Uh, so Alright, so as you guys uh, as yeah. you guys are doing this, um, there's been more and more a crowd of people uh, up on deck uh, just walking around the airship and um, some of them just get to work just uh, seems like for lack of anything else to do. Some are just sitting around uh, many of them are angry, and some of them just sit there blankly staring uh, over the side, you know, not not even really responding uh, to you. Bam, but Damon brings Good. the quaddle. Quaddle! Before that happens, can I just do like a nature check? Yeah, just the power level of these. I mean, are these guys... Who are these people? Um, these guys are, um, definitely a lot of them are, you know, they're fighters. They've made their way to Neverwinter in the past. Uh, they, they, they know their way around with a sword. Most of them couldn't uh, hold a candle to to I just people the likes you know. of you. Uh, you also get the feeling that those uh, foolish enough to get tricked by the uh, succubus are going to be, on average, uh, the less wise among them. Uh, we, uh, although there are exceptions we, of guys. We walked into that trap. 
Well, we, we were we were given yeah, an offer we couldn't refuse because we wanted something from her. Purposely walking into them, the trap and still yeah. walking into the trap. But how many of them do you think were also offered something in exchange? I choose. Guaranteed, there were there were there were terms and invitations of we certain types. We didn't get turned types. into animals. Well, not all types. So, types. yes. All right. Personalities. So, um, yeah, Damon pushes to the front of the line. Uh, and uh, presents uh, Ren with the quaddle. He says, "Do it." He says, "Ren, it is <laughs> the time has come." He says, uh, "He says, uh, trans- transform this uh, this uh, wonderful quaddle back into the human form." Ren looks at him and is just like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> Give me your quaddle." He's as before. Ren and uh, and Kala jointly cast the remove affliction ritual, and the quaddle. Has returned to its original form. Now, what form is that, you ask? I can't tell you. You haven't been. In- um, <laughs> oh, what does uh, what does the quaddle turn into? Uh, the quaddle turns into a riding tiger, smoking hot Janassi female. Awesome. Oh, no, Sam's online. Uh, no, the, the, the quaddle doesn't. Into damn. The quaddle turns into a wildin, which is which is extremely startling. Because I don't know if anyone has seen a wildin or heard of one. Are those no. are those the shapeshifters no, those or are those the tree people? Those are the tree, tree people. people. Um, I so, need leaf people. So people can make decisions as to whether or not they have seen. I don't make decisions. Or heard of. Daleman, I've heard of them. Daleman has only heard of them. He has never seen one. There's definitely not heard of a wildin. I've seen dead ones. A weirdly. I didn't life. kill them. It's just like I came across. Brennan's came across. A pile of leaves that looked like it might have been killed. <laughs> I think this tree was alive. Um, uh, so okay, continue. it turns it turns into uh, a wildin who uh, who seems. Uh, I mean, again, it's, uh, with the lack of, of information that we have about this particular race, I mean, he seems kind of very very foreign and kind of otherworldly. Kind of moves very slow with kind of very kind of contemplative kind of like. Uh, kind of deliberate gestures, but uh, but speaks thankfully to uh, to to Ren, who was able to restore him to his form. And when, of course, is a little sad that the quaddle is gone, having been such a beautiful creature, but is very intrigued with this with uh, this uh, with the, the wild and 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 guides him out, out outdoors to to converse and learn his story and how he became enslaved to the succubus searcher probably an embarrassing story. I mean, I don't want to ask. I mean... Alright. Come on, Brandis had sex with The day continues whoa, as... Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, All kinds whoa. of crazy stuff he told us about that. Yeah. He did. Again, not kind of embarrassing. Maybe not Pass left, guys. Pass left. The day continues with Ren and Claw returning as many as they can before finally it's just too much to uh, to go on anymore this day. I mean, it, casting a single ritual is tiring. This is an easier one. It's a low-level ritual, but... Uh, when everyone has their limits. Uh, How do you know what ahead. Heptos is doing? You haven't seen Heptos. You've been uh, doing this all day. Heptos is a douche. I really don't like him. Well, he's not in the room with you. Yeah, he's... well, he doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Because he doesn't cast rituals. <laughs> yeah. Look okay. how powerful he is. He can figure something out. He's going to be standing behind you when he is, and he's going to... He's all standing on the bow of the ship, pulling a Titanic. <laughs> all day. All day. <laughs> Day. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you can have such a chapped face. Alright. Finally, it is. Um, 
Brandis, who is walking around the ship, uh, perhaps taking a look at the, the variety of people that are uh, the variety of people that are within that are being turned into uh, into their original forms. I can't say human, but uh, into their yes. humanoid forms. And he sees the recent uh, new addition to your uh, more permanent menagerie, which is yeah. the prince. He appears to have woken from his sleep. This is still the first day of travel uh, since you got up, and the prince had to sleep, having been um, through some serious things, and he is up, and he looks at Brandis, and he says, Ah, a familiar face. Brandis looks behind him on one side, <laughs> and then on the other, <laughs> and says, yeah. Where? He says, uh, he says, I would like to catch up with you, and, uh, with you and your other companions. And he says, he says, where are we off to? What are we doing? What's the plan? <clears throat> And I says, oh God, he asked you this last time, and you froze up. Brandis says, "Come on, Hobbs, think." Brandis whips out Make one up of something. the sea charts, um, one of the maps that always rolled up in his back plate mail pocket, um, and uh, and opens it up with uh, with takes out a compass and. Um, and using the appropriate jargon here and there, um, explains that we are catching X Y Z wind. Trade uh, winds. The, yeah, these winds going this way. We have to avoid a storm this, uh, down this way that uh, Damon told us about. <laughs> Hugh was worried that there's a flock of exotic endangered birds going this way, so we want to avoid that. Um, and we're going to end up in Baldur's Gate in no time. He says Baldur's Gate. Wait, says, we're really going around that because there's a flock of endangered birds. He says, he says, very well. What is the long-term plan? <clears throat> he says, sadly, um, do I have one? We have, we have pressing engagements um, in uh, the exotic locale of Ikamu, which I still haven't quite figured out. It's. Shadowfell and Underdark? It's like Underdark? It's yeah. both. Simultaneously. Material. Oh, it's Material so. Realm and Shadowfell. Ikamu is in the Underdark. The Shadowfell is not exclusive with the Underdark. The Underdark is just the physical location. Oh, yeah. Well, world. I knew that, but there's this whole issue where it's also partly in the Shadowfell. It's in two planes. Okay. Material plane. Is this the only place it's like that? Is, is it special that way? Or is that that is unusual. Like, that is unusual. Exactly. That's what I was trying to get. Um, the Ikamu exists in two locations, uh, in, on two planes simultaneously. Like it, it's two halves of, this, of the same city. They're, okay. they're different. Um, um, well, um, he says we, uh, we have pressing engagements there, um, and they unfortunately are soon enough that we fear we would not be able to properly uh, secure balance. the city of Olgarth. Um in time for us to get back. Um, so we are going to venture down there. The prince. The prince. Nice. Is that Kalen's? Nice. Uh, <clears throat> I love how clean and brightish swords are. It's almost like he's never hit anything with them. But it was... huh. I didn't even know those were his swords. He pulled them off the wall. That's a good point. Um, he yeah, says, he says, very well. Uh, gather the others, and we will speak 
we will speak later to discuss the details and what my role here will be. And then he, oh uh, he turns he says, off right after saying that, doesn't he? Brandis has no time to. Well, I don't really. He gives a moment as if to just let you say okay. I don't take orders. Uh, <laughs> He's already like three o'clock. Good for you. Cool. He says, uh, if you don't mind, I'm starving. I'm going to go find the cafeteria. As he then uh, turns to walk away. Didn't we get like a whole bunch of chickens? Oh my we god! Got a bunch of chickens. Brez, Brez, as soon as he says uh, he's going to the, to the uh, the mess hall, he just called up the kitchen. Um, Brez says, "Oh, you're going to the mess hall. Um, you must try the 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 chicken. Um, it is divine." He turns back and he says, "I will do that," and then walks away. Brez is now curious to see what his place will be on the boat under the prince. And if it will be okay with him. Alright. Like a dark skinned mini. <clears throat> uh. Hmm. Not bad. Is anyone else interacting with the prince? Right now? No. Nope. Alright. The days go on as you continue your travel to Baldur's Gate. It only takes. How far away is that? A couple days. Only takes a few days. Only takes a couple oh, days well, says to reach Baldur's Gate, and during that time, during that time, Ren and Kala finish transforming, uh, returning all of the animals to the humanoid form, including the toad, which Aurora delicately uh, grabbed from Grosh, who, those of you who are around, saw it. He gave it up, not saying a word, just looking at her, and then just sort of bowed his head. And then went back to the halflings and started commanding them to move twice as quickly. Oh, awesome. Whipping, whipping the halflings. I missed that. What Damn it! Has already started an extra, an extra <laughs> difficult and extra strenuous training regime. He, you can see him doing not only uh, whatever extra amounts of his kind of like blade dance to kind of like that gets his uh, that basically uh, is all, all sort of all sort of weapon training. You see him doing calisthenics, weightlifting. You see him constantly climbing up and down like as if he is getting himself ready for this tournament. He's already started that physical. Once we decided we're gonna like take a couple months and grade over this thing, he, he starts to dial in on this. Early one morning when 17. Damon is doing this, I mean he gets up early, right? Yeah. This is, uh, you know, everyone is operating the ship 24, uh, 24-7. This is a ship that can operate all the time. It doesn't have to stop for the, for the nights. One of the advantages of it. And, uh, so there's, he's used to seeing the crew, but usually not of other people uh, awake, you know, before before sunrise. But Damon does, and he sees the next morning the prince out there as well, mm. doing the same thing Damon came up to do. Very well. As he sees the prince practicing with his sword yes. against uh, a mock target, and uh, and then you see him go into uh, calisthenics uh, and, and such. Well, the uh, Damon initially oh, God. acknowledges the prince and goes about his uh, goes about his exercising without any uh, without any uh, special attention to the prince. Allows him to train in his own way. The prince uh, the prince does acknowledge his presence and then just continues without even uh, without even missing a beat of his of his sword practice. It is later uh, as Damon is still doing some of his training and he sees that the prince is wrapping up. The prince disappears for a few minutes, 
and then comes back up from below deck, and he starts unrolling some uh, unrolling some wrapped up maps that he can see as the prince sits down with them, just reading them. Very well. Uh, just in silence on the deck. Um, as uh, Daleman continues his training for a great deal longer, he uh, he eventually. <laughs> He eventually uh, gets to the point where, where he, he, he is finished and uh, goes over to to see what it is that the prince is, uh, is investigating. Uh, he, what, see what kind of maps he is inspecting. Um, you can see that the prince uh, is currently got a map of the area around Baldur's Gate. Mm. And, uh, and he's looking at it, and when Damon comes by, he says, he says, Greetings. Damon says, uh, says, uh, greetings. He says, uh, the morning. It is a good time to train. He says, indeed, indeed. He says, I'm a little weak from my recent affliction, or I would still be there matching you. Uh, Damon, uh, cracks a smile, and he <laughs> says, uh, he says, well, time will, time will tell. He says, what, uh, what are you, uh, what are you, uh, looking here? It seems as if, uh, that you have maps of our destination laid out. He says, I carry maps of all around Faerun. He says, hmm. to be a leader, to be a king, such as I am destined to be, requires, uh, requires knowledge of the whole world. And he says, I uh, study regional maps of various kinds every morning. Are you going to tell Brandis that the prince suddenly became badass? I, Dan, I mean, Damon hasn't changed his mind yet. You should make your decision sound very well. <laughs> so uh, he says, uh, "He says uh, that seems wise. What uh, can you tell me about Baldur's Gate?" He says, "I've heard of the place. He says it is very far away from my kingdom. However, I uh, he says my study of this area is is rusty. That's why I am trying to catch up now before we get there." He says, uh, uh, "He says I, I will leave you to it." Uh, I'm sure we uh, would be happy to know anything that you may come across. He says, uh, he says, he says, very well, farewell, as he continues his, uh, his map study. And Damon continues to, uh, allow him to self-educate. When Brandis wakes up, mm-hmm. I assume well after the sun's come off. Brandis is an early riser. He's oh, he's an early riser? All right. Yes, he's an early riser. He doesn't train with And him. a late sleeper? I have a, uh... <laughs> or an early sleeper. <laughs> Give me my dirty <laughs> Um, 8.30? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh... Yeah, yeah, he re- he's an early riser. Okay. As Brandis is going about his morning routine, a strange man walks up to him. Hey, this is... Where is Brandis? On deck? He's on deck. Uh, this is after uh, Daleman has interacted with, with Stone the Prince. Daleman is up there. As a short man, he uh, appears to be... He's very short. He might even be a halfling, but he doesn't look like a halfling. He just looks like a short guy. Um, he walks up to Brandis and he goes, Hey! Hey! Oh, God. Brandis says, Hello there. He says, It's me! <laughs> this again? Brandis says, uh, Sorry, friend. Uh, it's been a long day. Uh, were you with the, uh... Morning. We're with you... What are you going to say? No. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's 8 a.m. We well, had two shots. Um, it's, uh, uh, he says, were you with the, uh... 
Were you with the uh, the group of animals with the succubus? He says, he says, surely you recognize me. And then he uh, he jumps up high and starts banging Brandis's head. What? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Brandis says, holy cord. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a slaver. <laughs> Brenda says, Shop! How long were you trapped in that furry body? He says, Oh, so very long! I thought you would never figure it out! I kept trying to hit you to get your attention! Brenda <laughs> says, Ah, I. Thought you were being hadn't, playful. I hadn't noticed. He says, I had traced out words in the dirt! <laughs> Says, ah, that's all. Making he says, I laid out stones in front of your house. I spelled out, I said, save shop. <laughs> but uh, close shop. Ah, uh, uh, that was, uh, mm. <laughs> uh, Awesome. He's shopping. Brandis has rolled up his, uh, his maps and is, uh, fiddling with them a little bit nervously as he realizes he has kind of accidentally <laughs> kept a inflicted. slave monkey man. <laughs> What's his real name? This man says, what did they call you before shop? He says, oh, it's been so long, I I can't even remember. It's been sh- uh, shop as long as I can remember. Shop it will be. He says, my brother polymorphed me and made me work in that shop with him, and he's called me that uh, since I was very young. Brandon says, wow. <laughs> um, Brandon's level. Jeez. <laughs> that Skyclave... I thought you guys had far seedier underbelly than I realized. Worse um, than Uh, well, brother sold him. We we are, <laughs> <laughs> um, we are um, we're planning on dropping off the uh, the rest of the recently polymorphed uh, men in Baldur's Gate. Uh, do you know anyone there? He says, I don't know anyone anywhere. He says, no, my debt is to you. I will work here. I will show you. Uh, and then he just gets to his knees and starts great. scrubbing the deck with the nearby bucket that there was. He's just cleaning it. Brandis you can see still... him rubbing it with his hands. Er, walks by. He's like, what's up with that guy? Says, it's sharp. <laughs> she looks at you. To see if you're pulling off one of your clever Actually, tricks. I need to do some sort of insight check. Maybe this is just a liar. Yes. <laughs> Maybe this. Oh, you're what they call a liar. Oh, you wouldn't have that would be him. such an incredible, awesome, practical joke by the halflings on board the they're ship. Like, tell him he's just is... started to clean. He's even like moving away from you. Um, uh, she's got a pretty right. good idea whether or not you're telling the truth, and she. Yeah, well, I got a 15 on my insight. Brandis is not very good at uh, understanding when someone's lying to him. He it usually just comes to the end of his sword when there's a problem. Do I? <laughs> no. No, not this time. And, uh, but I mean, he's, uh, he was talking about the shop at, at, yeah. uh, at Skyclave. Yeah, he couldn't have known otherwise. Or just goes, this uh, is... does this mean he's not going to ride on your shoulder anymore? This is probably not as often. Yeah. Um, Brandis is still stunned by this, but she's a little bit um, speechless by this, and uh, I'm gonna... and mumbles something about stay away from Grosh. Um, stay away from Grosh. <laughs> to shop as he uh, he's uh... as he um, 
re-unfurls his, uh, in his maps and kind of, like, occupies himself by looking at them, but is more, now what do we do with him? <laughs> We're just kind of He's curious your problem what, now. to know what would happen if he tried casting the spell on Grosh. A regular? No. It's just to remove it's affliction a, ritual. It only removes a magical affliction. He'd probably, get, he'd probably get the nothing to dispel. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rain <laughs> warning. Yeah. Um, Nothing's been selected. We're gonna get rid of his gunnery. <laughs> He's like, I feel so much less itchy all over a sudden. <laughs> Thank you! Can ride a bike again. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Um, <laughs> he has pneumonia, don't make him laugh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she has constitution damage. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> Weekend, say Ben's. <laughs> Guys, you're not helping. Okay. Take a deep breath, everyone. I'm good. <gasps> That's nice. I can do that. Can you? You're such oh. a fucker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what, Dan? Half breaths for the rest of the evening. Okay. Half rations. Continuing. Shop. He's on the boat. He seems yes. to be working for us. And then you reach Baldur's Gate. I mean, oh, when Damon finds out the shop is who he is, he says, What the fuck was that back in Old Viltar? You're a guy! You totally drew everyone's attention! You almost got us killed! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and like, he like literally wants to, and he's a little bit like struck like with the scenario. Brandis gets between you and Chuck and goes, Hey! Hey! He was a monkey. He's with me. Right? <laughs> Damon kind of like Back yeah. Off, he's a little bit like he's still a little hey. out of it. And he's like shop doesn't respond. He just he just starts scrubbing harder when you bring this up. He just <laughs> I don't know. He says I'll make it up. I'll make it up. I'll make it up. And yeah, he's, he's like I'll make it up. No, he like puts his hands like I'm cool. I'm cool, Brandon. I'm cool. Like I'm just gonna walk this one off because I don't know. That was that was intense. <laughs> that was killed us. <laughs> that two hit points. We're just sidles up and is like, did Brandon tell you that that thing was a monkey? Uh, Damon's bugged out and he's like, not now, Aurora. <laughs> he's walking. <laughs> She's like, uh. He's just like, oh, two hit points, man. Uh. How did it all come down to this guy? Anyways. The we to Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Land of Enchantment. Yeah. Question. What's your plus healing thing for when I blow surge? Three, six. We don't actually Three, six back. plus two. What's the average on that? Because that's going to be whatever. 9, 11, 3, 6, 18. What was your question? 20. So He's 10? asking what my bonus is. For healing, because after the last fight, we have to heal because we don't get surges back. Oh, yeah. Oh. 11. 11. Okay. Yeah, make sure that you do that. You guys did not reach a milestone after the last combat. That was your uh, third combat of the day. Oh, yeah. I, sa- I saved my action. All right, yeah. I'm keeping track of the training log for all my rolls that I do until we start the tournament in Ikamu. Training log. Hey, I did. <laughs> Seventeen. Boom. We'll see how well this training goes. All right. You guys reach Baldur's Gate. What is your plan? Well, first I think we. I mean, as soon as we land, I'm worried that some of the guys are just gonna run off. I mean. Let them run off. Are we just letting them go? You guys have spent the time uh, telling them what's up. Many of them have volunteered to stay. They said they got nothing better to do. All right, insight checks every single one of them. (laughs) They're saying they're staying. Aurora vets uh, um, them. Make sure make sure that the the ones that are staying and a couple of them. them, A couple of them. She does choose to uh, let them know. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to let you go. Yeah, we'll keep your application on file. Yeah. Red application and just It'll last it for <laughs> six months. 
Yeah. Also, the remove affliction expires, so good luck with that. Aurora vets them, and then CEO Kaz basically just dresses them down so they know who they're working for now. Um, yeah, so we, I figure we get some of them, some of them leave. Any got anyone from Baldur's Gate by any chance? So you guys yeah, are going to spend uh, no, the guys. a month before guys. you head to down to Ikamu, Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Getting preps for the trip down there and acquiring whatever else we can do. Uh, Have we had our meeting with El Princo yet? Your no. meeting? I think no. we canceled no. El meeting. We canceled the meeting. meeting. We just told him what was up. <laughs> we just said he did not object. Up. Yeah. He didn't. He trained. Uh, but you haven't really had a, a formal discussion with him. He's mostly just been uh, moving about until you guys reach the Baldur's Gate. In fact, when you do is when he approaches you. And in Baldur's Gate, uh, is when he walks up to Daemon and he says, he says, greetings. Prince? What's the plan? He says, uh, so we've arrived at Baldur's Gate. He says, the, uh, we have one month. Uh, to train, he says. Uh, no doubt, uh, you have you have been told of our uh, of our journey to uh, the Underdark. He says, I know something of it. I'm not sure what the uh, what the objective is. He, he says, says, What will we be doing down there? He says, There there is a tournament of some renown. He says, Perhaps you have come across it in your studies. It is it is called the tournament of Greengrass. The Greengrass thing? I've it's, heard it's, it's got it. a on name. Greengrass. On Greengrass. It's got the, a if name. We, if we don't know the name yet, then Damon the says there is a uh, famed tournament of warriors on the day of Greengrass in, in, in the city of Ikamu. He says, I have heard of Ikamu, but I do not know of this, uh, of this tournament. But it sounds, like, uh, it sounds like something I'd be interested in. I will join you. Uh, Damon is taking a little aback. He says, uh... He doesn't even know what it is. He says, uh, your, uh... how awesome he is. He says, uh, your... Sudden interest in adventure is... Seems, uh... Seems out of place considering, uh, our, our first interactions. He says, uh, t- tell me, Prince, what is it that you hope, was, hope to accomplish? There? I don't know. If you, I, if you want to be, I'm you are there. there. He says, tell me, Prince, what is it you hope to accomplish during your stay with us? For it was my impression... We were to go. We were to keep you, uh, keep you safe until the time where we could help you reclaim your throne. He says, "Doing what you suggest is what is necessary for me to reclaim my throne." He says. Uh, he says very well. Um, he says, "But one cannot rise to uh, rise to kingship without proving, without proving himself worthy of the seat." He says, "It is passed down through bloodline, but that's not the only requirement." Damon uh, squints and he says, uh, he says, uh, this is, this is, he says, I have no disagreement with that. He says, however, you must understand that, uh, that completing the mission is, uh, completing this task is something that, uh, is a quest of mine and my companions. He says, and your, your involvement must, uh, must not hinder that. He says, I, I realize you seek to gain knowledge and I respect this. He says, but, uh, but this is, this is our quest first and foremost. And your, play, your place in it is still to be safe. He says, if my involvement hinders you, if my involvement even falls short of greatly assisting you, I will stay behind after your first experience with me. Damon smiles and on this occasion offers his hand for the first time. Ren is a little hesitant, though, and says to him, you seem quite 
eager to join on in this tournament not knowing anything about it or what we are going to be facing. He says, I've done a small amount of asking around, and the impression I've gotten is neither do you. We'll see. Mm. Ooh. Says, he says, I spoke to the little girl. The little, uh, oh, Frida. Well, that's a good easy way to win some points with Ren. Ren is fine. Or quickly check to see if Frida's anywhere within his Hugh thought. says, because he just happened to be walking by, and he stopped to listen. So and he says, I, I need some resolution on one thing first. Does the prince leave him hanging with the handshake? Oh, no, no. He accepts it and gives him All right. a firm handshake. Very well. Okay. Uh, he says, we intend on entering the tournament as a group, uh, but in order to do so, we will have to prove that we can fight together as one, and we have been doing so for some time, so I do not know that you'll be able to enter the tournament with us. He says, uh... Ren looks back at the prince and smirks and says, suck on that. You could enter us on your own, but he doesn't actually hate to think that, that we may have to fight you or like, something. Eh. <laughs> or a cast away. Scowly scowl. Prince. Uh, Prince uh, just looks at uh, just looks at Ren almost with curiosity, and then looks back to the others, and he says, "He says, I see." He says, uh, "He says, when we get there, perhaps we will see if I can enter myself." Uh-huh. All right, it's. Mm. Well, I would, says, I would hate to think that we would have to fight against you. Yeah. Ren says, how about he we says, go find oh, that something. is right. You want to keep me safe. Ren says, how about we go find something and see maybe if it turns you back into an animal or not. We're at, at, the, at this statement. Turns, turns to Ren and she says, listen, the normal snarkiness <clears throat> is okay with some people, but you're talking to royalty. Yeah. Knock it off. He's uh, not my prince. It doesn't matter. It's respect. He's like Aladdin, man. Look at him. Ren has not respected any of the party members. And she hasn't True. really cared up until this point. Interesting. She's taking a stand. Okay. She says just as a favor to me. Okay. Ren is walking down the hallway. If he fucks us. Looking for you to ask you something and then sees the thing uh, going on. Damn it. in tow. At Arroyo's interjection. For he, I think, is and a she, good fellow? she knows that he doesn't respect royalty or title. Yeah, this is something common He's certainly, them. though, not being no, that's outwardly fine. rude. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, he's not. I'm but, just concerned that we're going to hey, get in there and he's going to look at the was, champion and be like, Hey, I'm a prince. You and me, we can do a lot together. Hey, whatever. Then, no. You're, you're smir- smirky, like snarky comments. Ren and Damon on the level. Ren and Damon on the level. I mean, oh, Damon respects his demeanor. guard and get him to be... Tip his hand somehow. His hand? I don't know. He's going to learn to trust people. So, uh, uh, is there are there any, is there anyone of the of the people that we turn from animals back into humanoids that knows Baldur's Gate? Anyone who is a native? Uh, sure. Cool. Um, is this someone who Aurora thinks may be trustworthy enough to help us make some contacts there? Who? The person that we may have found who's a native of Baldur's Gate. Shall I roll? You shall vet this person. Shall I vet them? Whoa. You shall vet what them. What is this? Unpowerful He's item. He's throwing paper at us. Physical training. Awesome. Oh, <coughs> uh, I guess I'll look at this. In the months to come. Yes. You have time to prepare for the tournament in various ways. Uh, you've expressed some of the interest of different uh, potential things to do uh, on the forums in the last week. Yes. And uh, before you, 
are the four skill challenges available to you. Here's how it works. Anyone can participate in any of the challenges. However, you got to pick one in the beginning to uh, to dedicate yourself to. Mm-hmm. And uh, each challenge requires six successes before three failures. You also only get each check represents a week of time, so you only get four rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a challenge per Those, individual. That per means challenge. that none of these can be completed alone. Okay. Uh, they all require someone to help because they all require six successes. Yeah. Okay. So it require at least two people. Uh, you easy. may split yourselves up as you wish, and your party members can join you to assist you as well. Yes. Not as full rolls. Okay. As bonuses to your rolls. I don't know if I should Ooh. respect you more or less for spelling money with an. More, yeah. just go more. You you're looking for opportunities money. to like that, you know? Yeah, I, I suppose. For sure. Um, make make I, money, money, make so money. 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 Yeah. <laughs> can, you, okay. can you do any of these twice, or is it all of them just once? It says on there. Mm-hmm. It uh, should always say. If there's if one does not say, uh, ask me. Oh, say maximum. Oh, is the physical training just on there twice? Yes. Did someone already say that? It says it under every single skill, right here. Maximum three successes, maximum one success. Okay. No, I think, no, I think she's the, saying, the whole can we go skill. find five powerful items? Oh, yes, you could try. Ooh. All right. Well, it depends. And it represents you splitting up and going here. different uh, different ways. For example, if five of you all worked together, it would be trivial to complete any of these challenges, but you would do only that one challenge. So, so Damon's definitely you can accomplish more, but you're less likely to succeed. Damon's is it, it? It looks like this is printed twice. Or is that just incidentally? The, the physical training, training seems Shit. like it's printed twice. Was yeah. there a fourth? There's a fourth. Oh, I thought it was just a lot of physical training. I mean, I there was about to do fourth. both physical trainings, it's which like was the same. Lift dumbbells with your left arm. <laughs> your right. You gotta do dumbbells <laughs> with your right. Okay. <laughs> prep for Ikamu. Uh, research Ikamu oh, and prepare. Oh, okay. Okay. There, there's I'm your last one. I was wondering where that one was. Again, action point to use any oh, point during the competition. Wow. You. Oh, ooh. Oh, boy. Action. So obviously, you only get that benefit if you are assisting that. So. Is it the person who did it that gets the action point, or is everyone getting an action point? It's that's a good one question. action point that's among for the any, group. Among the group. It's like a pool. Of action points, oh, okay. yes. Ooh, that's okay. Which once Same again, so you training. could you could split yourselves and do that one twice to try to get two yeah. among those two different groups, but it's harder to do. It represents we, you going completely different avenues. Uh, Should we go around the circle and just express hard. which ones we might be interested well, really interested in participating look, in? Look at that check. Look at all those checks. That's not. Yeah, they don't seem easy. It's not. But easy, should we impossible. should we go around and say which ones we would we would be interested in participating in? Uh, yes. I gotta be honest, these Brandis all look works. really good. They all look really good. Um I think highest part I'm I'm just curious the, the, the mystery box. Find a powerful item. <laughs> you want in. Yeah. I really want I mean You want in on that? So yeah, so it's the box with envelopes on it. Okay, I mean, so you want in on that, yeah. So so I would like to assist in that for at least one of my weeks. Okay. The no, no, my, no. Uh, the whole time. The whole time. It's oh, only one you are dedicating you to do, do you get this four make, this checks. your mission for the month. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought it uses up one week. No, and you can't it. take extra time. No. Yeah. If you were gotcha. going to spend two months here, each check would represent two weeks. Right. Of course. Then what I should so say is, four checks. I would like for us to do the find a powerful item thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, then we, we should do a, a second time. round for 
who should be doing, who should be working on what. I'd say picture oh, two. Because I see. So you're going to be able to, I mean, you have four checks. Each check is going to give. Right. Right. So you basically, you, you can offer four. So you can offer that's, okay, you can offer two thought. you can offer two four checks. two that's checks to two to two different skills it looks like so basically three people can take on three people actually we'll see well basically yeah it seems like but with the, failures yeah, the thing is we get four checks yeah each person right. can make four checks each towards four something checks. yeah well then what we should towards do towards one thing basically uh, then what we should do is um, put priority well and basically. Because uh, we'll, because if we fail something twice, we'll need to put two more checks in there. You see I what have saying? an automatic success on the dungeoneering. Okay, I have an automatic success. I can't on fail that. The arcana. That I have an automatic success on the nature. So I mean, I I am I am definitely useful in in number four, the Ikamu. And I research? have an automatic success in the intimidate as well. So either finding a powerful item. Or coin running. coin running. Who has good dungeoneering other than me? Uh, I, I don't, don't have an automatic success. Have, You're stupid, not anymore. Dungeoneering. Anything. I mean, if you have anything, nine. like a ten at least. Oddly enough, none of my skills are that great for these things. There's yeah, like nature. no thievery. But you can assist, I guess. Or perception. Yeah, look at the secondary skills. Yeah. No thievery anywhere, which I thought was odd, but that's... Mm. I guess what are you going to be stealing? In the, well, th- thievery for the powerful item might, maybe would have been... There's only one Intimidate oh, thievery um, is supposed to be as one of the secondary skills in Find a Powerful Item. Oh, so mm. it is a secondary skill. Okay. DC 18. Same thing as all the other ones there, acrobatics, athletics, endurance. Uh, endurance is 23 in the secondary skill. Or uh, acrobatics, <laughs> athletics. Gotcha. So... Well, so what we have, for one thing, is two people... Between your dungeoneering and his arcana or your nature, mm-hmm. that's an automatic success for basically Five getting that. Because you can do the dungeoneering three times and you could do that no, one once. You can only use it once. No, you can only. Yeah. It says maximum three successes. Okay, well, I can only. I can only do the arcana once. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I can it do the nature once. Oh, six successes. So we, we, can get, we can get up to five without anything. Well, okay. I, we also have to look at. We have to yeah. look at it this way. We have five people. That means we have a total. Of what twenty checks? Yeah. Then, so best case scenario, three. We can get three successes on these things. Yeah, we That's can't get all of them. That's considering we only get two losses. We basically need to pick two things that we definitely want to get. It can move. Succeed in those, item, right? But if we fail three times, we don't get the third. So what are the top two things we want? I say Ikamu item. I agree. Ikamu item? Yeah. The, yeah. The it's very cool. It's very important it's to true. have that action point, you know? Because yeah, we don't know... the toughest, of course. We don't know what what will be involved in yeah. that yet. That's so. the thing. Dude, an if action point versus plus two, two bonus to all attacks and skills for the encounter. I Which is a like good third. For one person. Yeah. Which is a good oh, third yeah, option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, for, oh, for one person. Okay. But is it is it going to float around like we don't have to decide on Versus one standard action... I think that standard action like, could save someone's life. It could, but so could I mean, so could yeah, plus two to attacks. Well, but that's just attacks. But the, the minor yeah. action you could thing, do anything with that. I mean, the whole thing, like, like basically ten percent all attacks for an encounter. Quick question about these: mm. both they're both the they're both really valuable. That's it's why, apple, it's that's apples why and oranges. It's, it's hard floating to like in the yeah, group right. pool. There's one of them. Like we don't have to assign it to her. No, when it's we, it's, when we're it's like a choicey pool. So it's so it's a pool we can group pool. Yeah. Okay. Um. So well, that, that's how I feel about yes. it. I feel like an action Noticing point is infinitely that that reversible. Uh, that is basically. really good. We will not fail the physical training though, or um, damn, will not. That's the thing. Great. Is, I think we, that's good. The physical training is fantastic. Um, I I want to do the Ikamu thing just because I know I can do it. The Ikamu thing. It's hard. Might cost us 
a third choice. Yeah. Because if we get three failures... Well, I, I, can, get well, those look, two, I can get those two successes right well, look, there. Look, let's, let's do this. Let's do the find a powerful item one and see how, see how much it takes. If we do it cleanly... Then we should try to make the coin run. Oh, sorry, not not the coin. Then we should we could try the Ikumu one. Okay. If that's going badly, then damn. Then we might be able to just get together and do uh, the physical. But I think you have one. to choose. You have to doing. you have to commit. You have to commit. You can't do partial. No, you, I think you have to commit. to you, your Can you choice. do partially, and when it's not going bad, back. Well, you can't like do no, one on research, this one. Do one if on helping this two, one. Do one on helping this if one. If we get two failures, in let's find a powerful item. item. If we get one one failure here and two failures there, we won't have enough checks to get a third thing. So, and but we could do. What what's our chance of doing the the coin running? I mean, coins gonna be worthwhile. We, we we don't we don't have enough money to buy our tattoos right now. Do we? we know don't. How much no. coin we'd we? We could do the shared run? vengeance. We don't. No, we can't. Nine, 20, I thought it was nine thousand. Have we sold any of our stuff? Oh, it's only five twenty-five. We expect that if you if you oh. would have, you know, right. I was thinking for the ten. amount of cargo that you could run, how far you could go, if you meet the right people and do the right thing, you know, it could be it could be tens of thousands of uh, gold. It's a lot of money. Yeah, That's we can take money. an entire ship's worth of cargo yeah, in a month. Not just right. Gold. Like we can go all like the. Cash. We can go, we can make. There's five companies in the world that can do the things we're gonna that we can do, and yeah. we can do it here. Well, now. Are we close to making a decision, guys? I don't know. Well, l let's just do one first and see how that goes, and then we can make another decision. And okay. I think we we all are, we're all we're all on the item, item, right? But I don't I don't think you can do all on the item. You have to pick one. Well, like, that's the thing. You like have to say Aurora who can't... is going to do item because it's yeah, all yeah. Like I, I don't, oh. I don't think I wanted. Yeah, well, so let's that. let's you decide. Don't do item? You don't want to do item because everyone has okay. four checks, and basically, if she uses up too many of her oh, yeah. checks and doesn't isn't able to contribute to those. Right. So well, I will contribute a check to nature. I'll just do that. There's no reason for me not to. Is well, that no, no. right, Gregor? Are we getting the idea right? Wait, contributed. That what, means you're on item. Yeah. I think. Like you don't get to do anything. No, just one of his checks right. Like. Just explain what the confusion oh. is to me clearly from okay. scratch. Is it so? It's my impression that we each have four checks. Yes. And we can spread those checks to different things. No, you are picking. See, that's what I thought. A okay. challenge that each of you is participating. See, in. that's what makes it difficult. Potentially, so like oh. a lot of this is like one gotcha, success, gotcha. one success, so, one success. Just say, okay, right. can I make, can I do an arcana check, okay. a history so check, and a nature each check? Each of us can participate in one. It's thing. not a matter of. To one that's thing. what I was. Have, that, so when we're saying two people gotcha. are going to do an item between those okay. two people, then they then have we, to be able to do the three dungeoneering, the history, the nature, and something else. Then we can't do three things because one person can't complete one. I think you're right. Oh, that's what I could. If I did religion and dungeoneering, you on only that, have four. You checks. only have four checks, though. That's all it needs. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I, so you need two people. Yeah. Party members can provide bonuses. Can provide bonuses for you. Yeah. Okay, give me some bonuses. As well as the prince. Okay. Oh. Who uh, can provide funny. a full extra check? Okay. Full extra check. Like four? providing That's a bonus. Checks. Okay, so we can take some three checks. things then. Then we could do three things oh, hang because on. now we have. If we wanted to. What do you have to do to provide a bonus? Is that a check? It's on the other skills. What do you mean? Other skills. Bonus? Like, other skills. That's, like, does that cost a check, or is that, like, I'm going to try and help yes. somebody out? That's one of your checks. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was you saying. You can also aid yeah. as okay. your action. So the prince, the prince can do full four, four full checks, so we now can do... Is he going to have a flat bonus as a cross for his check? Or, like, what kind of assistance is he going to... No, he gets one check. The right. prince? Yeah, he does not get one check. He, he gets... It acts like a full the character. The research yeah. doesn't have any secondary. So, basically, yeah. we have three pairs, but I mean, and I'm just we, wondering. Need, we need to divide those pairs up into people who are sure they can do 
each of these things. You can do this fantastically, right? Well, I can definitely do the Dungeoneering, and I'm pretty solid. I, if I get but above a 10 on any other roll, then I'm good. That's, the religion that's is good, right? That's shot. a 50 50 shot. That's um, pretty good. But if I have a bonus fail, on top of that. You, you don't have to get all four, because we just need six. So basically, between you and one other person, we need to get six. So wait, who so can do. Who can but do history, religion, or streetwise? I can do his. I can do religion, streetwise. And I can do none of those. But my streetwise is fourteen. Yeah, my his my religion and my streetwise are both 50-50 shots. My much. history, I would need an eleven. I only have a twelve. Who wants to go to research Ikimu? Me. Yeah, who else? Someone has to go with you. Uh, wait. History, the prince can go with you. I can't do streetwise. Can't do the religion. Can't, can't do history. Can't do dungeon. Yeah, let's. Check the prince is the king. Really do dungeon. Like all that. I said send the prince with Aurora if she really wants. to Do we know his skills? I will get you his skills and all. Okay, okay so, um, so let's just assume that he's going to do that. For these other ones, uh, are the things? what do you guys... Physical training and item? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So what do you guys want to want to be in on? Uh, I could do... I'm pretty bad on most of these. Honestly. On find so, a powerful so, item, yeah. I automatically pass the arcana. I could do the nature, but then we'd have our, to come up our, with other stuff. Yeah, our problem is nature is only one success, arcana is only one success. So we and then dungeoneering, she can auto pass. So she, 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 no, no, she's can. already she's, committed. She's, she's committed. Second. We can one, all only two, participate in one check. So three. if you're doing the, I, I don't, thought we were just discussing. So she has already. Yeah, I'm she's saying she really wants to do the Okay, find a powerful item. We can. There's only one of these checks here we can't do. You see, what I'm saying. There are only, because there's maximum one here, maximum three here, one, system? one. There's only seven checks. It blows a check, so that, mean, that means three people instead so of two. So we need people who are no, that means we get good two at things instead all, of three, though. you can only have one dump check, you see what I'm saying? Maybe. There are only seven checks. Well, look, hold on. I can do athletics and acrobatics and give us massive bonuses. So basically, I have four checks. I can do nature guaranteed, athletics or acrobatics to get a bonus to make dungeoneering a near guarantee I can make my, my dungeoneering a 14 so I only need a 4 okay so I can provide two, oh by anyone in the challenge yeah okay. I can provide two success. guaranteed success very, very very sure successes and then I have another role to provide maybe a third success it's, it's tough um, so you want to you think you can do the powerful item well okay what about coin running now I shouldn't be on coin running. I can I can ice the physical training. So yeah, I can do that too because of. Uh, so should you and me just do that? But wait, I but then like but then it's you two on powerful item unless. You, well, he has nature. Do you have? Are you okay, Sam? Um, do you have anything that applies to powerful? Item? And you can use thievery to give yourself a bonus to something else. Yeah. And well, what can you, you have do? Arcana and what else that would be good for that skill? Oh do you have Engineering? What's the next best? No, my next best is Streetwise, which is a 14. Streetwise That is one is heavy on Dungeoneering. The powerful item. Because all it's, those It's maximum three successes, so if we have someone who's really good with Dungeoneering, Aurora. that's like half of it. That's Aurora. But that's what Dungeoneering is... That's Dungeoneering that's easier, on that one, too. It's a, it's a much easier check, though, than, than the Ikimu one. Oh, and that's there's true. no secondary yeah. points for the Ikimu. There's no yeah. secondary skills. There's nothing else there, so I can um, just kind of... So me and, me and yeah, we need someone who's good at dungeon aim because all those secondary skills even add to dungeon. Yeah. Okay. So. He's okay. Good at uh, history. He's good at athletics and acrobatics. Okay. Those are his best. He's not even any better at history than I am. Lame. History. Oh, you're and dungeon thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. So basically, he's, he'll be good for physical training. Why doesn't he go with you on physical training, then? Physical training seems to be the easiest one. Like, yeah. I feel like... It's got low checks. I'm happy to do it, but 
That's the one that we put people on that do not have. Wait, do you definitely want, do not. Have we could just go get physical block. training, or we could take a risk at running cargo, and so just see, see how it goes. You still gotta go try to get the item. Bluff to and we can use the money that we get to buy. Okay, what are you, you gonna do? No hey, uh, you your NPC party members, right which includes Grosh, Frida, Heptos, Kala. That's it. Yeah. And the prince. Good. I don't want to insult any of them. No, no, you right. them. They provide a plus one bonus uh, for every one of their skills that is considered a class skill. For okay. Class. Uh, and I oh, this just got. Okay. No, I mean it, it's a it's a little bonus, but it'll be good. So we'll just assign. We got four people. We'll assign. Whatever, okay. two to one check and Okay, yeah. I could do uh, two definite, <laughs> possibly a third success on make a cargo run. So, all right. I would also be very good on you making are, a cargo run. You want to do you that? Guys, He's I charisma, auto, oh, and he does bluff, diplomacy, and intimidate streetwise. Yeah. I auto-pass a diplomacy. So you can, you can make four successes. I can, I can do the... the you I can't be persuaded to do the item? I just, I feel like it's really important to have that option, that action point. I mean, it's the only thing is that an item. So we all have pretty good items. Do. We do. We're the action point, the action point would be helpful, but right now there's no one who pairs well with you, and we could just outright yeah, fail it. Versus, you would pretty much guarantee someone to get an item. I can bluff uh, too. Well, I can do it. Having, I can the, added, having the addition of other characters, other NPCs, I'll, is going to be helpful. I'll grab the It will be helpful, but I mean, for you or for me, I mean. No, no, it will. I just, I'm saying, like, but that that helps evenly on all challenges. And it, it seems like, again, this is just what I'm saying, there, I, there's no one who pairs up for, that would help you finish this, it seems like. You would get <laughs> three, you'd be able to do the engineering very well, and maybe a religion. So let's say you'd probably get a guaranteed three there. Like, three checks have got to come from someone else, and it just might not happen out of four rolls. Well, that's true of all of these rolls. Not necessarily well, with found powerful items. With no, the powerful we, item, we, you would got, get guaranteed three. Between Dan and I, we've got cargo run lockdown. It's so you got okay auto pass. Okay, yeah, so you got. I'm just saying, you and I could almost guarantee make the item happen. Like what the item? Yeah, because you would guarantee three checks on dungeoneering. I would guarantee one nature. How about Damon makes his case to Aurora? Very well. Uh, Damon comes to Aurora. What are you? What are you doing? She's if you two can her, auto pass cargo run, you should do it. That's yeah, we're doing. Very well. Okay. Damon comes to Aurora and he says, uh, uh, he says, uh, Aurora, you see, you seem, uh, preoccupied with the, with the Underdark, so hasty to, to be below decks? <laughs> I've been really high up for a very long time. It seems like a nice change of pace. He says, uh, he says, uh, very well, and, uh, no doubt we will spend much time there, but my, uh, my anxiety in enclosed spaces is for sure nothing, uh, nothing new or strange to you. All What's the more say? reason to be prepared. And then she holds up a picture of a roper in her book and says, Do you know how big these oh, things get? He says, Please, heavens. I've only just eaten. <laughs> she closes the book again. He says, Aurora, I entreat you. One last adventure before we uh, we head below into this dark. From whence I may never return. Oh, don't talk like that. Uh, he's giving you that. He's giving you the full charm. He's smiling. He's like, It's going to be so hard to say bye to Kalar because I couldn't risk her safety down there. And he says, and he says, uh, Aurora, you know we're gonna go the distance there, but he says, uh, he says, I just, I'm, I'm in, I'm in no rush, I'm in no rush to be there, and I'll rush to get back. So, are we gonna? He says, are we, are we gonna what go? Are, are we you gonna asking go? Of me? He says, uh, let's go. Go where? One last month, one last adventure above ground before we, we, we head below. What did you have in mind? He says, he, uh, 
slip syrup. Classic, classic uh, frayed oil stain nap. He says, you have no idea how drunk I was last night. Look at this guy gave me. <laughs> His name was literally this long. He wrote on the back of the map and he turns over the map and there's like a word like scrawled all the way across and like, this guy, he knew about a, what's the item? A uh, rebel We don't feet. know. <laughs> he, he, says, he says, that's exactly what he said. He didn't even know what it was. It's some item called the Crown of Agma. Yeah, says, I, I uh, seem to recall this happening last time. Are you sure it wasn't a wrath? He's like, look, I just need to raise my spirits. I need to get out. I need to, I need to make tracks across the country and, uh, and get my mind off of, this, uh, off of this bottomless darkness. So are you coming with me? On one condition. No complaining in the Underdark. No complaining to you? Yes. <laughs> no complaining to anybody. Uh, he, he laughs out loud. He laughs out loud because uh, she knows him too well and he says, you got yourself a deal. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> and no, not complaining to nobody. Not no complaining so to every nobody. Every time he starts whining, you just hold it up. <laughs> yeah. No, you can keep the map and you can keep... The map can be like your yeah, reminder. Are, are you doing the powerful item? Yeah, we doing powerful item. So you and the prince are physical... Training? Uh, we can probably do that because I am decent in acrobatics and decent let's go, in athletics, let's do this. and so is he. Um, so we can probably make it happen. The other thing is, uh, all right, come on, we gotta. We, this, so what's our? <laughs> this is you're no. Oh wait, real well, quick. no, this is not gonna. This is still gonna wait, take gonna some work. You guys are doing the item, right? We're doing the item. Okay, good. Real the quick, item. do you have any more beers or those last two? No, we got. We only have twenty six more, dude. Um, I couldn't <laughs> find them. <laughs> oh, they're out on my car, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. So they're warm. They're not warm. I bought them cold. They should you be all right. Hey, no, I saw the cans. Don't they were drink not... it unless it has the Blue Mountain. God, they were... It's not cool enough. All right. Um, what's cool. the deal with the NPCs? You said a second ago, but I was lost in your eyes. Oh. Uh, they provide a plus one bonus to uh, so, um, all of the skills that are considered class skills okay. for their... How about you and uh, I go your house? You can be the door and I'll slam. And Grosh. And Grosh. Uh, I like that. Okay. Do you know what the hell is going on? Grosh is a barbarian. Heftos is a. I forget what Heftos is. If I can get one of them to help me with. Does anyone have a class skill? Because it's a little bit. No, no, no. I mean, they're not high schools, but they're not warm. Barbarian might. I think the MP- a barbarian would have. What's mine is yours. I already got one. Come on. Another one. I'm going to pretend like this doesn't. You're going Um. So yeah, I figured the barbarian would have intimidate as a class skill. Nice. Um. Just makes sense. So I'll basically use that just to have a plus one, just so there's no chance. Well, depending on how the checks work, on it's how gonna he's going to do it. Exactly, it's totally going to be that. What's your fourth take? We're going to lock this down. So, what's your fourth check going to be? Well, see, I have to I'd rather make it two or less. Arcana, history, nature, street. I'd rather make the idea of Grosh accompanying us. What about your streetwise? What's your streetwise? No, your streetwise is not bad. A 12. No! Stop pushing it! See me 11. What about your Arcana? No. <laughs> I'm trying to take advantage of the no fact that I'm a gnome walking around with so Zero many big ass people. It's still your sheet because I was looking at it. Yeah, yeah, you're cool. I've, yeah. I've, don't forget done? for no, the I'm item stuff. I don't want you guys to screw it up. So we still have Kala, Frida, and Heptos. What's Hugh doing? 
for their. I think Hugh and the Prince are going to do physical training. Can give you a bonus to those skills because neither of us have skills that are really applicable. Okay, guys. Do we want to do skills going this way? Do we have any items that provide skill bonuses that we can? Whip out. I'm actually. I do have an item that gives me a skill bonus, but it's uh, diplomacy. Is opportunity attacks a skill? <laughs> opportunity attack. Not. I mean, yes. Yeah. Oh, and insight. So diplomacy and insight. Hey, can I give that crown to someone to use? Um. <laughs> Right, I guess. Can I do yeah. that? What, what does it give? What, what about a plus two? What about the and insight checks? What's yeah. Oh, I don't have it written down. The I don't must. know what it does. Um. So real quick, do we want to do the skills going like this, or do we want to just be like find out? If we let's do it on? by. Let's do it by event. Okay, so back and forth. We'll yeah, let's do by event. Run. This Cargo is, run. This is what happens in the it's background. It's the castle run. This is like the two towers. Da, da, da. We're gonna read about these Can people. We get some music, and then some we're gonna good, read about uh, these Cargo people. run music. Dun, dun, okay, dun, so dun, 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 just dun, dun, let you know how this works. This is this is completely. Um, Here's my gnome dance. This is completely. I love your gnome dance. Freeform story. Yeah. You're, you can. You've got an airship. You, you can travel all around Faerun. You've got a month to do it. Uh, the sky's the limit. Just uh, just no dragons. Just no dragons. It's a good thing I'm not on it, or else I'd totally go dragons. And then we have problems with right. the dragons. Dead. Are uh, we fight them very Special. rarely, yeah. and it would uh, it just kind of you know well, if it's like oh by the way we kill a dragon. Best. You're right. No, a dragon. It's smart thing. of you. A dragon like that. I just didn't want the dragon hate that was going on on the forums. Go that's a, that's a great reason. Do you have an idea for the flavor that, of this? That was the only no. dragon hate there was. Yeah, you said, I, you said it was. I, 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 I have that's something. Go with it. No roll. All right. I said I'm not a fan of the dragon idea. I thought someone said it was tired or something. Deep in the seediest bar with the most. VD in Baldur's Gate. Statistically. <laughs> we hear that the legendary two-story tall Goliath Smith, oh my God. who was hunkered in the arrow, the mountains of the Many Arrows, has finished what they call one of his, his legendary uh, item creation kind of splurges. He works on these for decades at a time, and then ships them out all at once. <laughs> to the far side of the world! Over there. We take the Yargo up north first to... Uh, we're not gonna find... Okay, we find him instantly! But now we must deal he with him. He's two stories tall. He's two stories tall! We must organize payment and earn his respect that we are worthy of carrying his cargo. Brandis! Shouts a Goliath greeting, which is an intimidation check. <laughs> it's always an intimidation check. This with is Goliath. a plus one, so it's a plus 19, DC 22. Success! What do you do, Ren? Ren, <clears throat> upon pulling up and seeing the two story tall man, says, <coughs> uh, tries to make a diplomacy check and says, uh, Ho there, we have come to. Offer our services to transport your uh, legendary one. items that we have heard. Only the finest of ships could go and transport such fine goods. And look at Unfortunately, Thunderstrike is the finest of them all. <sighs> and got a 33. On what? Big check. Or big pass. Uh, was that diplomacy? Diplomacy. Yeah, it sounded like diplomacy. Okay. It was very diplomatic. Alright, so we gotta check that. Um. <clears throat> He sees the ship. Do you want to say something? No, no, this is all you He guys. sees the this ship. A week of time. But doesn't believe that it's yours. <gasps> because you're just a gnome. Well, 
no violence. Let's see here. Do I mean you're not doing another check? It's oh, just yeah. your first check. Then we're going okay. to the first check of the other. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Then that was uh-huh. our first two checks. That was the whole and your then first whole week. That was our first week. Right. Was finding the guy and was finding the guy and starting negotiations. Three more weeks will be taken up in negotiation and returning. <laughs> this is true. Well. There's no, there's Basically, no Red fired the first shot across his bow, and he's well, like, the, "Do you see the, me?" On the other side, right? We'll people. do we'll do the other checks on the other um, side. But we gotta. Okay. The first week is arguing with them. That's awesome. Right. Back in the city of Baldur's Gate, what are uh, Damon and Aurora doing? Damon, as before mentioned, up her map. sought out uh, or got extremely inebriated one night with a small scarred man with. A bowl haircut and a mysterious <laughs> glittering eye patch and two teeth. Oh, this man supported one of the most one of the strangest uh, uh, appendages that Damon had ever seen. For his entire uh, arm had been replaced with some sort of like arcane magical implement. Weird. The the man spent hours amusing Damon with how easily he could drink a pint and then cr- suddenly crush the ale me- mug with his metal hand. And it was not, you know, it was it was some hours later when there was stacks and stacks of like crushed ale cans behind them that they actually began to seriously talk about where the hell this this arm might have come from. And it turns out, this man, whose name Damon will never remember, is uh, spent uh, spent a significant amount of uh, time as a prisoner to the cowled wizards who ruled the magical state of Om to the south. Ooh, Om. Um. This guy, having uh, having escaped from such a, a really maximum security area, um, was uh, revealed that he was thrown in jail in the first place for breaking the extremely strict code of magical use of that country, and that in doing so, learned not a few secrets about what the Cowl Wizards did with their powers, you know, sitting on top of the world in their thrones. He imparted some of this knowledge with Damon, who was able to convince Aurora to drop what she was doing and put those books away and head onto the wilderness. <laughs> and across the wilderness they went, southward along the Sword Coast to Om. It was uh, a journey fraught with, with uh, many, many beasts, both natural and magical. Some friends were made, but some friends were also killed. And they huh? made it to Om. Uh. And that was your check of? Uh, that was my nature check, which is going to be an automatic success. But oh, I rolled it. It was uh, 27. All right. Nature. All you. All right. So, um. Dungeoneering. What's on like? Um is. The location. It has a, it, a variety of rocky? terrains. Yeah, it is. There's definitely rocky terrain. Great. Right. So we're looking for maybe a vault, perhaps, mm-hmm. where they keep their most secretest of secrets. I like it. And or it takes some time studying the area that they've come across. It's kind of a nondescript sort of place, but something about it just kind of works her the wrong way. Is it in the wilderness or in the urban setting? Oh, very, very wilderness. Okay, like, yeah. Just out of there. And she pokes around and then all of a sudden stops and pushes Damon out of the way and says, Look! And stumbles and, back and, and looks. And he sees a very plain piece of stone. It seems unremarkable. She goes, Don't you see it? He says, That'd be a great place to sleep tonight. No, don't touch it. Goes, no. Oh, no, you fool! Hold on. And then she takes out her hammer, and then just. Have you rolled? Yeah, yeah. I automatically pass. Oh look, I pass. And <laughs> and just taps it in the most infinitesimal way. 
and you hear kind of a little rumbling sound, and as it rumbles, it starts to fade away, and you realize it wasn't actually stone at all, but a, a mysterious illusion, and what you see actually is a strange little, uh, kind of like an emblem or a keystone that goes to something else, obviously. It's not the entrance to anything, nor is it a particularly um, amazing thing, but it seems to be a, a secret key that someone has, has hidden in this place, and it reeks of magical energy. As Aurora inspects this item and takes a hold of it, Damon wipes his brow and is glad that he did not convince her to leave the Underdark behind only to be taken under, into the Underdark yeah. <laughs> to, to find this item. That's sweet. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's a rock. No, don't, it's not under the rock, is it? No, rock. Okay, good. Yeah. Take that keystone. She goes, here. Yeah. Had you touched it, could have disintegrated the entire thing. Roar, your, your, your perception of stone is... Unsurpassed by any. I know fake stone when I see it. It's two item check, right? Or two, uh, That's two. Two down. What are you guys? Bam. You're training with the prince, which are I think is pretty cool. With the prince. So in Baldur's Gate, it comes clear that the group is going to be set going separate ways for a little while. We just leave you guys behind without telling you. Yes. <laughs> you wake up one morning. All right, guys. What? What the fuck? Guess so, I'll go to the weight room. Uh, Aurora like and Damon take off to go dig up some magical off. items, and uh, Ren and Brandis go take off to <laughs> find some, go run some, make some money for the group. And so he was looking at the prince, and he said, "Well, I guess." Uh, you go camping in the mountains. <laughs> no, he says Uh-oh. this tournament is going to be won by the greatest warrior in the land, and I don't think that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So, I may not be the greatest warrior, but I can try and be the most in-shape warrior. (laughs) (laughs) The best uh, calisthenics. And so it says, me and you, we are going to be doing a lot of working out. Um, Quick question on this one. There's no caps on any of the skills in the physical training one. Uh, Were there supposed to be? That looks like the bonus that is uh, intentional. Yeah. So they're going to be doing a lot of athletics, he and the prince. Nice. So the first week, they do some long-distance running. All right. And they decide to run from Baldur's Gate to... Eric didn't jiggle the handle. My bad. <sighs> Where is Baldur's Gate? Right there. They're going to run from Baldur's Gate to the Troll Hills. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. That's a really dangerous place. Careful. He was a really dangerous. So, man. Uh, uh, so how describe how is uh, an athletics? Um, They're uh, running an athletics They're thing as opposed to an endurance thing. Oh, oh. well, I think it gets competitive. Speed. <laughs> you kind of also have to climb trees and hop over. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, rivers. climbing a mountain. You know, if it's uh, yeah. we're going up the hills, you know, it could be. It's long. It's cross country as opposed to on a track, essentially. Yeah, I see. So Ooh. jumping over trees, the train is just across untracked wilderness. Did she do that, that cool thing where he like fires an arrow like, with a rope and like goes across the gully and then stabs something like really dramatically? And you see him. I want you to fire a, an arrow really high up into the air and run and catch it. Yes. Shoot All right. An arrow with so a rope and climb let him roll the check and then so we can tell. Uh, athletics. So this goes. one's for Hugh. So we'll see how it goes. Yay. Uh, pass for Hugh and then for the prince. It's an auto pass. Yeah, he succeeds. So, uh, they do so. They cross the river with their 
River crossers. Sorry. What's no. Oh, right here. Yeah. Oh, the winding water. Uh, yeah, so they're cutting their way through forests and navigating around bushes and over rocks and trees and up mountains. It takes them a week? And it takes them a week to wow. get to the... I mean, it's a long ways. On the map, that's... 120 miles, about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, you guys. Did you bond during that time? You definitely went over. Or was it, like, away. quiet, not Broke speaking, back. kind of running Yes. Yeah, what, what, uh, how, are, how is Hugh interacting with the Prince during this uh, Hugh had never spent a whole lot of time with royalty before. Um, it's not that big a deal. They're overrated. <laughs> says well, no, he, he, he was in a small town far from any towns or capitals or anybody who really was wealthy and all that kind of stuff. He's since been around some of that. Um, was his hometown a part of any kingdom, and how was that ruler, maybe? Uh, it was... His hometown is right... There. Okay. So roughly northern, northern most. So you're in your uh, neighborhood. Rar is a really like liberal place. All right. I don't know. But cool. uh, he had not really known very much about royalty, and so he was kind of standoffish at first, as he is with most people, but especially so with uh, this guy. But over time, uh, he just sees he's just a guy. The prince. Uh, the prince. I'll let you say what you matches. Uh, um. Uh, for the most part, matches Hugh's, uh, you know, strength and running, but sometimes what holds him up is not necessarily his failure of being able to do it, but when he gets too dirty, he'll stop, and he'll take off his clothing and and wash it clean, and... He gets uh, naked? Well, some fast yeah. days now, aren't you? And, uh, and, you know, sometimes uh, when he gets all muddy, he doesn't like to go too long in his clothing. He's got his pack, and he... Uh, Every morning, he's got this detailed routine. He does his map study, even when you're out there in the uh, in the wilderness. Sometimes Hugh has to wait for him. Maybe occasionally, even Hugh, you know, has to go off and just get started because uh, because the prince has taken so long. But uh, but the prince, he catches up and uh, find that he's a he's a pretty good conversation partner. He's uh, he's got many stories to tell uh, about his whole journey all the way from Orviltar to this side of the uh, this side of the continent. It's true. It's a long way. I ran. <laughs> so far. Oh, see, so we're going for a jog, you think? Yay. So that's two successes <laughs> for physical training. For an afternoon walk. All right. That was uh, the wrong music for all that. But, um, <laughs> um, meanwhile. Give us something up. Meanwhile, back with um, Threndal, the two-story tall smith, pounding away at his uh, Wasn't he four stories tall? I think he was eight. Okay. Um, uh, he lives in a very foreboding uh, place. Yeah. Not oh, many are welcome. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's huge tall. Echo. It's one of the like, things where he's crazy. at the mouth of a cave, and the mountains just go up on both sides. Um, oh, jeez. Many uh, don't even find the place, but uh, few leave. He, he's not a friendly guy. Um, You're not many. Not convinced. You're just one. Easily. Um... And so he, uh... A chance for bluff and diplomacy. Um... Roll your check, right? Yeah, well, no, that's, uh... I'm gonna do... It's it's mostly relying on Ren's check, so... It's, so I'm gonna basically be doing secondary stuff for a little bit. Um... You just go, I'm just running off of you. Okay, um... Yeah, he, uh... He doesn't believe that it's, um... Well, you can be the smith, and he can be Ren. He doesn't, uh... 
I can't go that far. I, I say Brandis says too easily. Okay. Um, <laughs> he doesn't believe that the uh, that the ship is ours because he recognizes it as the Yargo, Whoa. or he is dealt with Yargo. Whoa. He asks where she is uh, and how her puppies are, and if she found his sweater that he left at her <laughs> summer house. Time well, that is a, a turn of a turn of events. Oopsie. What the fuck? <laughs> She's fine. Perhaps a slippery tongue would get us out of this jam. <laughs> Brennis leans over and whispers to Ren, Don't let him know that we cut her into little pieces. And <laughs> fed her to the sharks. The sharks are hungry that day. The air sharks. What is your name? <laughs> Sorry, Blonde sharks. Now we're all fucked. Brandis, or, uh, Ren says, Oh, Yargo! You know her. She gets so caught up in the piracy thing. She was feeling a little under the weather. Decided to take a break. So she's at her summer home right now. And you know these flying ships. If you don't let the, if you don't keep them going, they just kind of fall apart. So she let us borrow it to go and and uh, make, some make some money on the sideboard. She gets a cut, of course. She is awesome. But <laughs> for the time, but for the time being. Best Show her the doll. But for the time being, we are maintaining the ship for her. That's a pretty credible lie. And, yeah. and she said we should uh, totally have this stuff. I think this is bluff. She said you were the, the one customer 30. she wanted to make sure we took care of. Alright, 30. Success. Well done. Brandis uh, is going to do a secondary skill of <coughs> history, which will help on the case. Um... <coughs> And silently thinks about history, um, and uh, and adds an anecdote from uh, Yargo's past, um, and works Remember into the, the conversation. Time she that is like, got so she drunk. was just telling, uh, talking about how great it was raiding the Sword Coast. Yes. That's like 12, oh, 24, 24 history check. So that'll help my next intimidate. Alright. Continue. Continue. Alright. Aurora. Back you, in the wilderness. You did not make that. Why don't you take us. Very use your engineering to take us to the spot where this. Where this. Where be l- the location where this thing will be found. What spot would you like to be? Um, in, it's really I at your discretion. Above ground, at the ground. What do you see? Above ground or at the ground? But at the ground. Underground. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, here's what here's what happens. So where, where does the keystone fit? Where is it unlock? Is oh, it like, don't you don't you want to know that? I really want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> so does Aurora. Oh yeah, she succeeds. Um, and uh, after some sleuthing, and, and she she actually takes some time with this stone, and she she does some research on it. She remembers seeing it in a couple of places, and it's actually the, uh, it's, a, it's an exit key, actually. It's not an entrance key. And what you find is that uh, one of the habits of these um, cloaked wizard types is they like to uh, throw people into mazes, enchanted mazes that are, uh, that kind of flow in, in a kind of a magical way through nature and, and all over the place, but it's, it's kind of in its own place and you go in and you can't actually leave without the keystone so if you don't have that you're doomed anyway she just remembers this from her 
her researching and her just dwarves, dwarves like mazes. They're they're fine with mazes, yeah. so they research things like this. And so, after some time, actually find the the uh, an area where where one might be, but they've yet to figure out how to actually get in. It's not quite clear how to enter it. And she looks to Damon, hoping perhaps something he does could help them out there. Definitely. Damon led to the uh, the precipice of this, this maze. Do you have in mind something that it's constructed of? Is it is it wood? Is it rock? Is it magical force? It's unclear what it is. It's unclear. Led to this maze this uh, this uh, maze of nondescript material. It's it like is on the edge of a it cliff. Is a, yes. Uh, built into the side of a cliff. Awesome. It's built into the side of a cliff, and not only that, but but it appears uh, but uh as they arrive to the cliff, Damon's looking up at the sheer cliff that is that is towering above them a thousand feet. And he says, That height is insane. Didn't want to go down. And he, he looks around. Uh, he uh, he gives Aurora a moment to kind of test the stone. I mean she's really kind of like taking the lead on this uh, on this, but like after a while is not able to dis- distinguish or decipher any sort of interest and he says, Well if if you can't find it then it's probably not here. So he takes a moment to, to gather and attune some of his abilities and begins to look for magical signatures among the rocks, something that he has spent, uh, spent more and more time doing as they try to uh, tail a wrath um, using his skills of perception and rolls. Yes. And succeeds a, uh, succeeds uh, to determine that the entrance to this, uh, to this cliff is halfway up it. Oh, boy. And um, and an illusion, not unlike the illusion in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, for it is it is a part of the mountain where if you stand beneath it and look up the face, you see it looks like a full face, but really it's the texture of the uh, oh, cool. the texture of the the face of the wall that has been magically kind of like bent to show at all angles. Really, it's just an open doorway that you can walk right in. So once uh, he deciphers this magical illusion, it is uh, it is the the task of uh, of a, a little a little muscle and a magical grappling hook to work their way up uh, five hundred feet to the entrance and enter this maze. And that puts him Aurora in him. Maybe we did something. Yeah, something's done. Crush him, you guys. All right. He helped me intimidate. Yeah. <laughs> I yelled at someone here just like <laughs> They're like, whoa, I don't want that guy to don't yell. Don't make me speak Minotaurian at you. Was did your do your check? Yeah. Training time. So Hugh and the Prince whose name I've forgotten. Actually. Clefin. Hugh and Clefin. Are out there in the wilderness near the base of the Troll Hills. And Hugh says to Clefin. Uh, back when I was... Do you know any good dirty jokes? Oh. First having the guy who trained me... Uh, he once had me go and wrestle a bear. No, not wrestle a bear. He talked about wrestling a bear as a joke. Clefin uh, <laughs> immediately goes and wrestles a bear. No. Wait, you didn't want me to? Basically, he, he, he says to him, uh, we're going to need to wrestle. Because... 
Just two guys in the woods. Very <laughs> <under myself. laughs> the I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. And you're gonna don't sit there and take it and like it? <laughs> don't even tell him you need to wrestle. Just throw a punch. Yeah, I totally agree. You you, you just are at the mountain top. Just go. We're at the top of the troll hills. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest warrior ever. Gotta prove it. Fight back. Yes. One of us is walking down. One of us is rolling down. <laughs> He's been grabbed a few too many times, and he wants to practice getting out of it, basically. So they're going to be wrestling this week. That's amazing. If you've ever had to wrestle anyone, it's exhausting, but it also requires quite a bit of skills. This is athletics again, and he and the prince are going to be wrestling against each other. I know which one's the best. The prince is actually... which one is the best story now. The prince is actually in better shape than Hugh is, if you compare their skills. What? It's true. Uh, Hugh is not the biggest built guy. He's more wide than he's he ever, is. Tough. Whereas the prince has led a kingdom, Hugh has killed about as many people as lives in Orgiltar. Ah, uh, we'll see. Yeah. So, this is the prince. He automatically succeeds. Well, the prince had all that resting time. And Hugh to see how well he does. Let's see. Oh, Hugh does not do very well. He fails. No! no! The prince so, beats your ass. It's not that you lose, it's that well, describe, you don't get... Yeah, yeah well, describe, describe how he loses. Uh, somewhere in there, uh, Hugh is... He basically can't go on for the whole week, is what happens to him. He, uh, he hurts himself real bad. He gets... Uh, at one point, the prince basically picks him up and throws him. Oh in a God. turn, and he strains a muscle in his back, and though they continue on, and they still wrestle, he's not able to put his full heart into it, just because he he's injured a bit, and so he doesn't get the benefit, essentially, of that week, because he wasn't able to push himself as hard as he's more concerned. Right. Mind on other things. Back to us. Yep. We convince So that's Rundall. three successes. Continue. Randolph, that we are worthy of selling his wares. We load up the Yargo with the help of the halflings and shop closely nipping at Prince's heels. Um, we take off. We run out of chicken. Thank you. We are flying. <laughs> we run out of chicken. chicken. So we land in Sembia. Sembia for chickens. Little do, little do we realize that while the ship is landing and we're loading up of this, a group of bandits has secretly smuggled themselves aboard. And once we take flight again over the oh sea of fallen stars, oh no. a fight, a, they jump out of the bulwarks. Not the bulwarks! Brandis um, uses his. Uh, Streetwise, there are too many of them for brands to take on and on. Using Streetwise wow. check. The ship must be sagging with their weight. Use to use uh, some uh, some How lingo. All these guys? He's recognized this gang. He uses some Streetwise to blend in with them and uh, make them um. think. He is one of them. <laughs> it always happens. Hey, he did this trick before. Hey, if, um, if Brand has ever blended with your group, five, know that he will bring you to a swift doom. Oh God. Uh, that is not enough. <laughs> I do not blend. I roll a two. You roll a two. Um, <laughs> but didn't you get a plus to your next check? I yeah, but it was a it was a, it was a streetwise DC eighteen. I have a really low streetwise, so it was plus eleven. So this is a thirteen. 
Um, that's okay because we're all betting on his. And you auto get how much? Uh, eighteen. Is uh, thirteen plus eight plus, plus five eighteen? No, no, no. Uh, it was thirteen. Two. two. I have a total of uh, my streetwise is six. Oh, oh plus that five. was with the five. Yeah, it's a oh, low check. I got you. This was just me, like this was supposed to be like <laughs> in case he rolls a one or something like that. So we're still betting on when I'm doing this. How do you distract them before you burn them? Because you, I'm hoping. Okay, wait a second. Them right say, off the say what you did again. Um, ah, they stuck on. They're they're um basically threatening us. They're they're gonna have us walk the plank. Yeah. And um, off of the airship. And off the airship. That's not even sport. Though Brandis is trying to get the jump on them, like he's going to attack them, but he's gonna get the jump on them by blending in. That doesn't work. Um. Use your, your talking power. Ren turns around when he sees that this is kind of going on and that they're approaching him to do their baddiness. He turns around, and as he turns around, you can just feel the area on the deck of the Yargo get hot. And you can see, like, heat waves start to come off of Ren as the red veins of fire start to glow on his arms and his eyes turn red with flame, and you just hear him say, touch us not! <laughs> so sweet. Wow. As he just... <laughs> and that will be... It feels like 20 do, do you bluff or diplomacy? Do you make that a bluff or diplomacy? Why didn't you say something before? I was saying use one of your talking powers to distract them before you Look, you need to do I, another Intimidate, don't you? I have to do, I have to do another Intimidate. It's the only skill I can so, do. So, Ren, as he's getting hot and stuff like yes. that, and tells us, and tells them not to touch him... Uh, he says, we'll kill them all, with, and they'll be dead in five seconds or something. And says, uh, the moment you lay a hand on me or any of my you all companions, you will all be instantly vaporized. At which time I will <laughs> dust up your remains. Dust, your remains put it in my satchel, and snort it when I'm feeling a, a bit low. <laughs> I love the wizard bluff. I could burn the cosmos with that's, a single thought. You're level one. And that's a crit. That was, <laughs> oh my that's God. a crit. That was a 20. Or so it was a 39. <laughs> I purposely planned that we were above the sea of fallen stars. So yeah. that they might leap into the ocean <laughs> below. And that's what they do. I'm saying, I'm, I'm not passing it off to you. What am I doing? Yeah, this is you. They soil themselves and jump off the side of the ship. <laughs> some of them soil before they jump, which is unfortunate, and then some of them jump and soil on the way down. Brandis was trying to blend in so much, oh, he almost leaps off the side and then realizes he's not There's no need for that actually, to continue. He stays on and says, Nice no. work. Can you really do that? I don't <laughs> Ren says, No, Brandis believes him. Ren's like, Wait, <laughs> great, what are you talking about? I, I would do that. I was getting this. I convinced ready. myself. <laughs> you did. It sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Next time I'm totally gonna do that. Alright, snort the remains of my enemies when I'm feeling low. <laughs> when I need a little pick me up. Yeah. Oh that guy diabetes. <laughs> um sweet. Alright. So that was uh Yeah. That was our two things. Moving on. You Alright. Daleman. Hauls himself over the edge and just enters the labyrinth. And with all the fervor of a, yeah, of a ranger who loves the wild, runs off into the labyrinth as quickly as he can. <laughs> quickly outdistancing the screaming and, uh, and beseeching Aurora. 
who clearly has some sort of plan relating involving caution, analysis, and planning. He runs in there, and immediately his spirits become low as he realizes that he has once again entered a dark, enclosed space, and he doesn't know where he's going. So when Aurora finally tracks him down, based on like the, his echoes, she just basically like echo, echo. Okay, he's over there. Like she finds him running in circles, like in about half an hour, and and basically kind of like shakes him and she says, "Damn it, you're clearly too excited. Like, damn it, calm you're down. Too excited, calm down." And damn Damon calms down and like and uh, and, and thinks to himself and he says, <laughs> "I'm sorry, Roy. I forgot this was a maze. I thought we were in the the final sprint." And he says. Uh, he says, uh... I get that way about mazes, too. Let us, let's move forward with, with, with more caution and see what we can find. And as they move forward uh, more carefully with uh, Aurora's kind of, like, direction, says, ah, uh, and here come some of the echoes and the stone. That should be a dead end. They move slowly forward into this labyrinth. But then once, as they begin to kind of close in on the center of this labyrinth, it becomes impossibly complicated. It becomes oh, yeah. so much so that they begin to suspect more illusionary magic and arcane effects, such that... It has it is, it is gone beyond her stone knowledge to be able to bring them closer. But in this instant, they run into a very strange population inside the labyrinth. What? Small, uh, small uh, earth methods and elementals begin to roam the corridors in this deep in. The seclusion and uh, separation from the outside world has formed a perfect habitat for these earth-dwelling creatures to, uh, to live on their lives undisturbed. They care nothing for any sort of magical traps or or uh, or, or arcane rewards or, or items of mass powerful. They just, they're content to roam the halls of this uh, uh, solitary labyrinth uh, to their own devices and uh, live their stony little lives. Damn is, is extremely happy to find this community because he speaks the language of primordial and is happy to interact with the with this uh, <laughs> this lost community of Earth methods. Where the treasure is. Despite the fact that he doesn't know, he begins to he begins to discuss and work his way up the, the chain of earth elementals as they wander these passages uh, to find someone who has a little more on their mind than cracks and lava and the best tasting stalagmite in the area and find someone who actually is uh, who's paid attention, maybe an adventuring sort of earth elemental that has taken notice of uh, things in this mage. Uh, in this maze and mage maze Damon uh, communicates with him and tries to determine some sort of some sort of path forward some sort of destination that they're that they're, or some sort of magical artifact that they're that they're seeking that is hidden somewhere in the maze and we will see how good his primordial primordial is as he uh, tries to communicate with this uh, earth elemental um, is there anyone who can give me a bonus in streetwise who'd you bring with you I, uh, we have Frida Kala, Kala, Kala. So Kala. Is, no, no, we have, those are available. I just want someone who can do streetwise. And uh, street, wait, do you have all those people with you? No, I don't know. We want to take all the. Decide now. You're supposed to decide. Fuck them. I want none of them. None of them are there. Well, and there's no bonus. Yeah, there isn't. They, they give me a plus one. Forget them. Hope I don't fail by one. I got a 17. Huge success. Damn man. Streetwise. Streetwise. <laughs> no, 26. She realized 26 definitely doesn't want fucking heptos. Frida's a pain in the ass, and Kala, he's an old man. Right? Yes! <laughs> he's an old man, exactly. And the man <laughs> need, the man needs his rest. Damon knows exactly what's going on and has a great conversation with this Earth Elemental. In fact, this Earth Elemental has relatives in Airspur. And as they as they uh, as they d- discuss uh, the the intricacies of, of this maze and of the wonders of living a long life underground, Damon not only finds out 
the way forward, but is more heartened for their future journey in the Underdark as he begins to appreciate something of this earthen lifestyle. Done. Aurora, what are you doing? Close it out. That's five checks. All you gotta do is succeed. All I gotta do is succeed? Yes. Well, I ought to succeed again. Find us the item. Okay. Go get it. Find the item. Uh, yep. And, uh... The Earth Elemental points you down a very particular hallway. It looks boring like all the other ones. And it seems to curl around and around it's and around. extremely exciting to him, though. But, but, but something you notice is that you, you seem to be looping back on yourself. Mm. Somehow. And, uh... And after, I think, maybe the 11th time we looped, because we're sure, we're sure that it was down this hallway, that's what the Earth Elemental said. It was very clear. And Ur pauses for a moment, she goes, wait, Earth Elementals are, they, they see things differently than we do, and he probably said it was down this hallway as if it were obvious to us, and then she looks at it more carefully, Let's and she, slow it down. she, she said, what kind, of, what kind of Earth Elemental was it? It was a it was a greater Earth method. Oh, and, her, oh, and she thinks, and she goes, mm, yes. She goes, ah, yes, okay, I have it now. And she turns the corner again for the twelfth time now. And what you see that you didn't see before is a slight indentation um, that almost almost seems like a little like kind of pit in the wall. And she goes over to it and she kind of pushes it a little bit. And as she does so, uh, a little stairway lowers uh. down. And this is the kind of thing that, uh, that an Earth Elemental would just think is the most natural thing in the world. Go down there and take a, your first right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's no right! And as we go down, there's a huge chasmous area, basically, just a massive underground cavern that's just gigantic. It takes many, many, many steps down. It actually takes us a while to get down there. It's It's pretty deep. Now, we've probably gotten all the way down to the bottom where that uh, original... Uh, cliff was yeah, yeah, yeah. at the base and uh, takes a little bit and what you see is a uh, a big chest made up made completely of stone and or it entreats to Damon to to check it for magical traps he does and of course there are many which yep. they defeat quickly <laughs> done of course and then yeah. with, with very little ceremony or takes her hammer out and just clumps the thing directly open after they figure it's out like how She to always came out of that perfect spot and things just... Oh yeah, everything's got a... It's like the Achilles heel of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And it just crumbles around, revealing... Re- no, we decide. Revealing... Oh yeah, that's right. The... the Mystery items? Whatever it is. Do you know what, uh, what powerful item it is? Greg? Hello? Find a powerful item. We is found... This the last check? Yeah. Yes. We, we all succeeded all of ours. We passed all our checks. Was the tail that Daemon and Aurora following, was it about... A. A suit of armor. B. Was it about a mysterious, powerful crown? C. I mean, in one sense, it's all about a mysterious and powerful crown. Or was it about a magical ring? Is there a D? Is there a D? Um, no. Crown of Agma. Hey, if it's a crown of Agma, we should take it. Sauron's ring. Should we get the, uh... Ring, the suit, well, who needs a ring? Beowulf. Adamantine armor. You have to decide now. Who who needs a ring? Raise your hand if you need a ring. 
I have I don't have, have one ring. a head or a ring. Okay. You can wear two rings, I think. Yeah. Everyone can wear a ring. I, I, I only have the ring that you and I are wearing. Who's I'm got currently wearing a ring? Who's got headpieces? I have a headpiece. I have a headpiece that I don't want. I have my goggles that I like. I do not have a headpiece. You have a headpiece too. It's alright. I do not have a headpiece, essentially. I'm selling it. So Better basically armor don't have a ring. You know what? I kind of got a roll for potent. it, you know? It's, know? it's almost like I can't... I'm happy for that. Can you roll a d6? D6. Let me make it... Let me make it... Uh, let me make the Crystal? decision a little more uh, interesting. Thanks. Is, was Bring the, out the deck of many things. Is the no. item... Uh, is again. the item that the that the tail that Damon and Aurora followed, was it a suit of armor for Hugh... Okay. Was it a oh, ring no. for Dalen, or was it a crown for Dalen? What do you want? Do you, I mean, how are you doing? Roll a d6. Roll a d6. I think it's one fair. and two. One. You. Uh, three and four, Dalen. Three, six. five, and six, other Dalen. Well, basically, if it's not, then I'll just choose. Yeah. yeah sure. One and two is. That's a one, buddy. Yeah. You yeah. win. <laughs> Armor for you. Armor for Hugh. I have to say, everybody in the chat and myself thinks that you're basically talking about Fraggle Rock. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, I, I wasn't, elemental but game. maybe I was. Awesome. Because they thought that you said Earth Muppet instead of Earth Muppet. <laughs> yeah. Earth Muppets running around. I speak quickly. I, I don't blame them. I did not hear that, but I like that. Better. Hey, look, did everyone enjoy the story? Then we're moving forward. All right. We'll turn it into a hit Thanks, TV Chad. show later. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we find. Does he wear a cloth leather or hide? Hide. Is a suit of hide armor? Describe it as you will. It is survivor's armor. Okay. Survivor's armor. It Ooh. is. I'm a survivor. Not sure if I'm familiar with that one. I will look. Uh, it is a. It is beat a, up looking. I'm sorry? It's gotta be beat up looking. You think so? Okay, it, yeah. It's, it's survived. You go, go with it. You got um, an idea. It itself has survived. I think I think, in, in many ways it looks wholly unremarkable until you what look at the fine you? details of it. And the way... And its durability. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, like, distressed leather what is very strong. Oh, yeah, like, even though it like appears to have sustained massive damage and should just fall apart, I mean, you pick it up and it's like, you know, here, open this jar for me. Or, like... The guy Napoleon Dynamite break this bowl, and you're just like, you can't, you can't do anything to no, it. No, there's nothing, nothing you can do. The shabbier it looks, the stronger it gets. Which works for you, I think. I like the easy. definitely Napoleon. It is a plus four. Can't do it. So plus four survivor's armor. Yes, and that also makes it a special type of armor. Which I forgot to look at. Uh, I will look that up for you. Uh, it has a an immediate interrupt. Still there. Uh, it has an immediate interrupt daily power. Uh, use this power when hit by an attack. Choose a willing ally within five squares. That ally takes the damage instead. Cool. Tight. The entirety of the damage. That's a survivor. So, Very pass cool. Pass that to someone else? What's that? Pass it yeah. to someone else? Yeah. Sweet! That's pretty bad. That's I think the job. opposite of like half the armors they have, where they're like, block it from an ally, save an ally, move an ally. Well, no, give someone else the damage. Yeah. He's got to stand He's got to finish the job. Now, last man standing is the one who pushes his friends in front of the shots. You just All have right, to be faster so than your friends. Dark hide That's is awful. minimum plus four, so it might be dark hide. <coughs> Earth is plus three. Elder is plus six. Bay hide is 
There's two plus fours. One has a plus two to fortitude, and one has a plus four AC bonus. One's plus three AC, plus two fortitude. One's just plus two fortitude, plus four AC. You'd rather have the two extra fortitude or the one extra AC? What's the difference? Uh, my fort's really low, yeah, so I'll take the fortitude, whatever that is. Is it the cooler one? No. Uh, this special hide Fey is hide treated. Is dark hide. This special hide is treated with an elven process that gives resilience akin to the hide of tough like fey beasts. I see that. Cool. It is called cool. fey hide armor. Ooh. So the hide is also mystical looking. Uh, so the yes. base AC bonus of the armor is plus three. That's a bluish, greenish, brownish, purplish color. It's cream color. Yes. The base it AC bonus of the armor is plus three, and no. it gives a plus two bonus to put two. one. Hue. And it's plus four. So you gotta go to your first page and fill yeah. in that little box. Is there? Okay. All right, guys. All right, Hugh. We kicked it. Uh, we yeah. not yeah, actually wearing See? it yet, buddy. Right, you finish I know. Your you finish your wrestling match. <laughs> Stop complaining about your pulled groin muscle. Stop trying to get. Take it. this print to the ground. So, finish him. After a week of wrestling, get him. Rock. You and the prince whose name I've forgotten. Was it Quentilus? No, Quentus. Clethen. Clethen. It's like Kevin. Sorry. But with a it's not anything like Clefin. But here, here, here. Clefin, like a cleft palate. No, yeah. Clefin. Okay, so Hugh and Clefin make their way down to the river that they had crossed uh, on their way to the troll high, the troll mountain, the troll hill, the troll hills. Mm-hmm. And it is a weak rapids, and Hugh has heard of this river before. That it is the rapids get gradually more and more wild until they reach a massive waterfall which falls down some cliffs which spread over the ocean front for some ways. And Hugh proposes that they go and swim down these rapids until just before the waterfall. So it'll be <laughs> progressively more and more difficult and it'll require some complex swimming. Uh, but if they success, it should be quite the achievement. All right. So I can just see them like Sam jumping up. Uh, <laughs> <A> dolphin. <laughs> so this one's for you. Well, let's do the prince first, because yay, the prince succeeds. I wish I had the lungs to be able to do a dolphin cry right now. Uh, which check is this? It's uh, athletic. Because <laughs> it's right. and uh, Hugh. Oh, fails again. Oh, man. Hugh. No, Hugh. Fifteen. What is Hugh Bear. Good thing you have the prince with you. Very good thing we have the prince with us. That's too you gotta get your next one. Yeah. Got this. We'll see how it it's goes. It's that same thing with you guys, right? Yeah. We have to get both of ours. He's fine. I just need to not roll. So no, the prince uh, swims very well. Yeah. And as the first That's stage of rapids uh, like, come along, no problem morning. for either of them. <laughs> Second stage, not a problem. Uh, third stage, still not a problem. About... Class four rapids, we're saying here now. Uh oh, double diamond. Uh, Hugh, eventually, there's a place where they're going between some rocks, and then you have to swim very hard, very fast left to avoid being dashed against some logs. And Hugh almost makes it, but he gets clipped and he gets knocked unconscious very briefly, and the prince ends up having to rescue him. Good thing for the prince. And so Hugh gets dragged to shore, and he tells the prince that he'll meet him at the waterfall, and the prince continues on. Oh my god. Wow. That's too bad. Badass. Like, good thing he's getting, getting out of the system. We're swimming down this river. Catch up to you. Um, okay, so yeah, to answer the question about that, I did one secondary check, and then I failed the check that was supposed to aid. So basically, we have four successes. 
you basically have an auto success. I need to get my intimidate use, plus use your 18. buddies to help you. I, I am using the buddy. I'm using Garage to go like this. Um, after getting the chickens, we head south down to Halruha. Halruha? The, the area that is torn apart by the spell plague. Why do you go there? Because we have a buyer. We go to the actual place of Haruha. I didn't realize there was a city of Haruha. Um, Haruha. High magic zone. Crazy stuff going on. Halara. Lots of people with spell plague. And some people with money. Um, and we head down that way. That's an awesome description. Death plague and riches. <laughs> when we get there, um, it's there, uh, not friendly to outsiders, especially one of the five companies, or they believe is the five companies. And the guard at the front does not allow us to bring in our huge shipments of clearly sparkling gear. And Brandis yells at them! <laughs> okay, it's a plus 19, DC 22. So what, I need a... Do it, Brandis! No talk! Fucking like this! Just get out of the way before this man cuts you down! Yeah. Whew. <laughs> really high chance of success, but I'm really nervous. <laughs> we get in! That's another Intimidate. We now have five successes. We go to the richest magic emporium owner in town named Belbin. Ulek. <laughs> named what? Philip. Lincoln. Uh, what kind of a being is he? What do we want? What kind of being is he? He's a gnome! I kind of want to go with one of those immortal guys like Hepto's. Those are really rare. Deva. Deva as a high magic like. Well, then a ladrin. A shard mine would be interesting. Shard mine. What is he? He's a shard mine. Shard mine? Oh Named? Shard mine. Sharpie. No, he's not. <laughs> uh. Steve. <laughs> that was painful. His name is Randy. Randy, Randy the magic man. Randy the magic man. He's got a big mustache. He's and made no of stone mouth. and crystal. He doesn't. Um, he has right. a tasted on mustache. And we are or, we are debating. We are uh, uh, bargaining for the <laughs> final price of the sale of all the goods that we got from the two-story tall Goliath. Um, use some diplomacy. Get us a good rate. Uh, so he speaks telepathically. So I we 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 approach Randy and I say, Randy, my good man. We have your goods. To which he says... He doesn't actually say anything, I just get the impression in my mind. Wow, that was really fast. You guys are some of the best I've ever seen. And I say... <coughs> which is weird because nobody else can actually hear this. And I say, I know we are pretty good, aren't we? To which he says, yes, actually. Um, so what is the balance owed? And I say... Just one moment, I need to consult... What are we charging? I think that's to be <laughs> all, the, all the gold in his kingdom. Yeah. What are the, <laughs> how do how do we want to do I this? Think, are we just going to name a price and? Oh no, no! I'll tell you how much money you make. Just but you tell well, yeah, the diplomacy check. They're basically. talking about the price though right now. Just say a lot. Okay, yeah. Just so we just say do the price without using numbers. You tell them. We're that charging price. X dollars of gold, which is actually a deal for you. X dollars of gold. <laughs> X gold silver pieces. X pesos of dollars of yen. Uh, <laughs> We uh, placeholder. We charge X amount well, for our. Don't use a placeholder. I mean, just you know, just do it with. Just. All right, go ahead. 
which is a great deal for you because uh, you don't know. We who- are, after all, the greatest of the uh, of the <clears throat> air sailors, and we protected your goods and delivered them before you know the due date was. And make that <coughs> jump on the competition. And uh, this was money well spent on your behalf. All right. Uh, and so... I like how... Real... Ryan kind of has a family when he bluffs. I know. Also, when he has pneumonia. 36. No, no, no. 36? What's that? Pay the man. You should eat it. That seems so sad. Alright, and how does he react? This is all your guys' story. What'd you... What'd you get? You got a 30-something. Okay, cool! Um... Um... He looks at his, uh, at his hoard of gold, um, and notices that the two-story tall, the, uh, legendary Goliath blacksmith, who has heard stories of the upbringing of this shard mind, has crafted a special item, a jeweled top that, uh, was popular in the tri- the town that this shard mine grew, this the geode that he grew up in, um, and um, yeah, and uh, plucks at his stone heartstrings and gives us double what we had expected. Amazing. We take the money and load it up and fly off into the sunset, which is the direction of Baldur's Gate in this world. So the sunset's <laughs> in the west. My the west. hefty coin purse. In a point curse. In tow. Ah, the point curse. Point curse. I have my point curse. Uh, in tow, making you 35,000 gold richer. Alright. Pay me. Bink. We're just gonna call that loot running. What was the base armor on that armor? Sorry, I missed that. Three. This is base three? Okay. Is that the same as regular hide? I don't know. Okay, no, base. Probably, Probably not. I think it is. Yes, it is the same. Yeah. Oh, plus two to fortitude. No, I have armor and ability. It takes a while to get a plus to armor on, on light armor. But you didn't have regular hide before. You had a special hide. I did? Yeah, but it's, but it's all... It basically it goes from plus three to plus three plus one fortitude to plus three plus two fortitude or plus four. Um, I think leather is two and I yeah. think hide is three. So he has the same AC? Right. Same, same, same AC. Well, plus the enhancement. Oh, you got <laughs> two more yeah. from the enhancement bonus. So it's... Uh, yeah. Oh, because you went from plus two to plus, plus two. You plus two to plus four. Yeah. Yeah. AC went up by two, and my fort went up by two. There he is. Alright. Is that everyone's finished thing? Well, we're heading back. No, No, Darren and Aurora are heading back. What does, uh... We'll we'll wait for Kalen to come back. Let's go ahead and, um... We'll do a wrap-up. We'll do a wrap-up. Yeah, we're gonna do, uh, uh, you know, you guys, uh... You finished early, you know, and you head back and uh, and what you do for the well, last week. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'll do. But let's uh, let's have um, Sam uh, uh, try to do his last uh, his sure. last week. This is big. This is important. So, Hugh walks a while down to the end of the river where the waterfall is, and he finds the prince there resting, fairly beat up, but still make it. And Hugh's opinion of the prince has gone up considerably since they started this little trading adventure. And uh, Hugh looks around and he sees that the seaside, where they now stand over the edge of, is cliffs 
from either side in either direction. And uh, Hugh then proposes that they go and do some rock climbing for the next week, basically. Climbing up and down the cliffs. So climb down, go a ways, climb up, go a ways, climb down, as they slowly make their way down the shore back towards Baldur's Gate. And they do that for a week. Alright. So, the prince. That's awesome. Success. Automatically. Athletics. Come on, come on, come on. Hugh. Yeah, Hugh. Yes. Success. Finally. (laughs) So, uh, Hugh finally able to hold his own against the prince after some uh, fairly disappointing losses there. Failures. Yes. That's why you work out, though. Exactly. So, you can so it doesn't happen at the tournament. Yeah. Right. It better not happen at the tournament. I hope they don't have swimming and then wrestling. All right. <laughs> and is that uh, that's six? Prince enters on his own. First round. Prince and Hugh. All right. Like, oh, fuck. That oh. skill challenge is also successful by the skin of your teeth. By the skin. As well as you. As well yeah. Uh, yeah. We. Cool. I didn't want was the only one you passed with flying colors, right? Don't beat that shit. Don't the wrap up. So uh, yeah, because uh, Delman and Aurora. So they get down there and they find this armor set upon like this pristine uh, pedestal with like this what what like this like Beauty and the Beast X esque like glass little dome over it. And we're like and we're like whoa, this armor looks really shabby. Like these crazy cowled wizards and their artifacts. But like then they whatever after some investigation find out how powerful it is. Delman's so excited, tears off his his mundane. <laughs> Uh, mundane whatever uh, armor that he that he's had for his entire adventuring career. He doesn't have any extra uh, uh, any in flavor wise. He has no actual magical armor. He just has the defenses of his magical wind. So he's so glad to have something so sturdily built. And he puts it on and immediately resizes just like all the other um, uh, just like all magical armor does. So then as he moves, like the first movement is just like fire on his skin. It just like chafes him and like he goes. Ah! And he's like screams out. He's like, "What the hell is wrong?" Like, like tries to like, get this arm off, but it's magical, so it takes like a little while. Finally, gets it off, and like the inside, whatever this armor is treated with, whatever substance the elves rubbed it down with, is like fire to he's his like gymnastic skin. It is like it is literally an allergy, and something that some process that is that is innate here just makes this unwearable. And Tim throws it on the ground and stomps on it, and then kicks it against the wall, and he says. You carry it back. I'm out of here. And he storms out of the room in a huff. Aurora grabs it and like, and kind of follows him out. And then as he gets out, he's kind of like, damn, he's looking a little sheep. And he's like, sorry, just, you know, thanks for coming with me. I was, it was a really good adventure, you know? <laughs> I was imagining like, him was trying sh- to take off like a one size too small wetsuit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, <laughs> so... Finally, you know, he's like, whatever, resigned. It was, it was a great adventure, and, you know, and I'm sure in a huff he didn't realize, but then he says, yeah, you know what, it probably, Hugh could probably use this, and, you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's always going to make great use of whatever he has. It's nice to, uh, it's nice to have, it's nice to have friends, you know. So this, this will come, this will come in handy for us, for sure. Aurora goes, digs around in her, in her pack a little bit, and she pulls out a, a like, paltry sort of thing, and she goes, uh, this will help. Huh. And she just... <laughs> oh, he's just loving us. Ah, it's so cool and minty. And it's like, it's icy and hot. <laughs> just don't and put it in certain places. Yeah. Bad Ooh. idea. No doubt. 
Um, I needed some new Astroglide. Wait! Uh, and so, yeah. What did you, what? They head back. I'm, I'm sure, wait, they they realize how good a time they made. And they're like, you know, let, let's hang out uh, a little bit here. You know, they, Aurora takes the time to maybe educate Damon a little bit on some of the finer points. They spend a couple of days with the Earth Elementals. I mean, the Earth Muppets. Teach me, teach me I mean, me the Muppets. <laughs> teach me a little primordial so I can at least yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. This is a lovely place you have here. Yeah. Blah, 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 Aurora blah, tells blah, them how lovely their place is. Boop, mog, mog, beep, mog, mog. Like, how lovely their place is. And, um, you know, they spend a couple of days at Fraggle Rock before uh, before making their way uh, back. Learn some traditional songs, perhaps. Back to, yeah, of course. I mean, there's a lot of... And dances. And then <laughs> for sure, some local... I was an Earth Elemental going to dance. It's like... <laughs> and makes them, makes their way back to Baldi's Gate. Oh. All right. Let's conclude the like tale. A heroic maze. Yeah, blew that shit to pieces. Please. Please, please. And before you even realize it, the month is up, and you are back on the airship. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You are back on Thunderstrike. <laughs> Where is the entrance to the Underdark that we have to get to to get to? <laughs> it's uh, roughly in the same area. Not even close to where you are. It's down there-ish. No, like, it can be isolation. Like, oh, here. oh, it's this whole thing? This, I mean, you can get to the Underdark through the whole... Yeah. Yes, you have to then. start in the Underchasm. It is the most reliable way to Brandon's get there. Brandon's been here. He fell down there. And stood still for a year. That is true. <laughs> and, uh, upon team. telling the, uh, upon telling the captain, he says, he says, Yar, I've already set course for East Rift. Great. Before we leave the huge metropolis with all of our newfound wealth, maybe we should get something that helps us see in the dark. Like, like, like what? A, like a torch? <laughs> yeah, Sunrise. dude. One torch, please. Here's 75,000 gold. Sunrods. I thought we had the only existing sunrods on our person. We do. You do. <laughs> In the universe. We should make some. We should um, sell them. can't. I hate that rule. <laughs> I forgot we had that bullshit rule. Um, <laughs> I instituted that rule like a year and a half ago. I know, but we still whip them out every once in a while and you don't think I don't think we have. No, because we, had, we each like kept three. And we use them so rarely. And Greg always tries to get us... She's always like, you know, if you took out a sunrod and cracked it now, you can use it. And it's like, yeah, if they had any more sunrods, thanks a lot, DM. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's a bald let's, eagle, you could crack its neck and drink its Let's get, uh, because for emergencies... <laughs> yes, are like free we're, just, we're just walking around, we can use lantern. I mean, we can do Everborn, Everborn Church, whatever. For emergencies, I say we get a set, at least a set. Everborn... Of, um, torch, uh, torch was not a slip of the tongue. Um, what's Um, a set of like dark vision uh, cat's eye goggles. That piece. No, um, potions. I don't think there are. What do the cat's eyes give you? I think we need to do a straight dark from vision. a dark vision. Cat, Wait, cat's eyes. It, no. it's goggles. Goggles. Cat's eye goggles. Head item gives you dark vision. Yeah, it's there. Uh, it's on my it's on the list on the TK wish list thing. Uh, so you were lo- wondering what the price of cat's eye goggles are? The goggles of night vision. Oui. Uh, goggles of night. Whatever the it's thing in, is in on the wish list. wish list. I can't remember what it is. Goggles of night, I'm pretty sure. 
Goggles of uh, Night cost 21,000 gold. Oh. Get going out to a couple of sets. Pardon me. Any potions Maybe. that do that? Well, there's potions that give you Duggarin for an hour. Well, let's do that then. I mean, that that's going to be useful. Hour. How much to the potions? Well, yeah, we, we go that's around true. then during a fight, you know, pop yeah, one of those, true. then we don't have the problem of the darkness. Right. <coughs> Ungent of Dark Vision. How much do those cost? You're getting what? Ungent of Dark Vision. It's in it's in the same wish list on the top. I think it's Ungent of Dark. That's, uh, 350 gold. Sweet. Rub this it? on your closed eyelids. You gain Dark Vision for one hour. The yeah, 350 gold that. per. It's the same as a potion? Yeah, it, 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 it is, is a potion. potion. Yeah. Let's get... We could get ten. Two, two each. Okay. Two each. Alright. So I'll mark that down that I have those. Oh, that was 350k. 350? Darkness. Okay, so 3500. Or 350? Yeah, well, yeah, Sometimes there's a modifier. Alright, All right, let's take it down. You ready? Alright, now let's go. Alright, guys. Do you want to jot that? Are we going How many to are we all getting? Just the three? No, we're, no, no. we're buying a total of ten. So two 30, each. 3500. I missed, I missed that. I heard the I word Eastrift. Are we going to okay. Eastrift? We're going to Underchasm right next to Eastrift. Oh, you guys! There's this particular style well that's good for us. Good. Good. Isn't there like one? Oh, we're all right. I have 3,500. I mean, there's like one main one, yes. <laughs> My adventure was able to put some increasing confidence in Aurora's ability to get us out of this situation. And Damon flies most of the way there on KLR to get in some good time before he knows he's going to have to abandon her for fucking eight months. No, twelve years or it's forever. Just a break. It's just a break. Come apart. See other people. He's of course complaining, but not to Aurora because he agreed. That's right. If Ren eats hippogriff eggs, does it expand? Oh, Damon. And not not the way you did, because you saved him from eating hippogriff eggs. But if I went to a restaurant and ordered a hippogriff egg, would that piss you off? What about fertilized eggs? I mean, he would look She's at it. It would depend on. She's gonna in what way you, manner you did. If it was something you had a long tradition of doing, then would probably like. No, not like we went to the party and that egg tasted good and I want another one. I mean, he wouldn't be, <laughs> he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be pumped about it. No. He wouldn't like hate you. Okay. What if, what if like, hippogriffs lay eggs like chickens lay eggs though? Do they? Because the point of the question is to see if he should eat eggs, or the point of the question is he's still trying to find something that would really annoy Damon. How close, <laughs> how close to the line can I get with Damon? Yeah. They, I Brandis. mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying. We established, we established what degree is going on here, how forward you're being. All right, I'll tell so, you your wait, 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 wait. Brandis will uh, not miss a chance we to get have to unicorn. You again. Are you, are you doing All right. I'm rolling more training checks. Cool. So you guys training. have set off. The <laughs> captain has set course for East Rift. He says, oh, we'll be there in a week. And right. you begin sailing. And on, what, the third day? Uh... On the third day, it's sunny, and uh, in the afternoon, uh, Aurora emerges from the portal with a look of plain and unmasked glee. Glee? Glee. She is holding a stack of parcels in her arm. They're wrapped in soft elk hides and twine. With very careful, measured steps, she approaches the group and holds the parcel out, one of the parcels out to Damon. She then hands a parcel to Hugh, Ren, and Brendis in turn before picking out her medallion, watching you all with bright, wide eyes. I don't much like getting gifts on my birthday, you see, 
That's why I didn't make much of a deal about it a few months back when we were so busy doing things. She stops short of rambling and makes a helpless sort of gesture uh, towards the parcels, bidding you to open them. Who opens those first? Dalen's first. Dalen opens first. He says, uh, Aurora, this is quite a surprise. Uh, he says, I'm glad it worked out that you like to give gifts on your birthday because I don't have a calendar. <laughs> Didn't even know. <laughs> opens up the, uh, opens up the, uh, uh, the, the parcel. And it's a bomb. Dalen unwraps the skins to find a small silver flute. Hmm. It's about a foot long, with deep etchings all down the sides, which mimic those on his skin. Oh! The etchings are filled with silvery white light that responds to his touch with a subtle glow. A small tuft of goose feather dangles from the strip of hide at the base, and when you look down the bore of the flute, you see that the inside is actually some sort of warmth-enchanted reed. Hmm. Hugh recognizes the feather as the one that Aurora asked to have a while back with no explanation. And Brandis realizes that the metal coating of the flute is made from the smelted metals of one of his javelins she salvaged. Yes. Both Daemon and Brandis recognize the reeds as the exact same sort they had sparred on back at the mysterious Philosopher's Temple. Oh, yes. Quite the collector, our dwarven friend. Interesting. Daemon is smiling from ear to ear and he plays a soft melody. It rings uh, so true and warm that he, uh... He holds it with uh, with great care and and and, uh, and thanks Aurora with with, with such a genuine heart <laughs> that a you genuine are guy. that you that you that you know you feel that he will be playing on this flute for years to come and may never replace it. Who's next? Brandis, who is holding a pile of ropes, says shop. Who is standing next to him? <laughs> and he buries shop in the ropes <laughs> and dumps the ropes where. Shop is holding them, and they pile on his arms above his face, so you can't boop, 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 boop. see. Does he let like, go of his face? No, he just holds still. Brandis is slowly training him to be useful, a, a worthy and uh, industrious little shop. Squire. Will be a useful engine by the end. He's thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I but he's guess five. He's not unwrapped. He's five in human years. He just threw a rope on a guy. <laughs> Throw a rope so he can have his hands free. Ah. Shaw is essentially Brandis' squire right now, so... Quite. He was before, but... <laughs> but before he was... <laughs> Brandis unravels his smaller parcel. And smaller! And sees what first appears to be a coiled braid. But he realizes after a moment that it is the hilt wrapping for a sword. Interesting. Braided with painstaking precision is hippogriff and goose feather. Reed fiber and silvery glowing shards, strands, <laughs> not shards, of metal, which somehow remain soft to the touch. Let's cover. Mm. Kind of a wrapping. Yeah, for the actual. For yes. Brandis, um. <clears throat> Brandis bows, bows with a Thank you. This, uh. <clears throat> this will get much use. I'm sure. I plan to wear it out today. Wear it. Good luck. Yeah. That's um, a pretty serious dwarven work there. Um. Yes, I've been interested in purchasing a new. Give up this goddamn obstacle. Weapon. Are you just tossing it? Yes. Keep, keep going, going, guys. Come on. Continue. <laughs> yes. This is uh, inspecting the workmanship. He is satisfied. Oh, wait till you start using it. Then see. It shakes my hands so badly. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get 
tough, uh, tough dwarven the hands in no time. That's right. The, once the calluses form. Hilt wrapping of callus building. That sounds like <laughs> a. Uh... Yeah. Ren goes. Ren wraps off all the stuff really because he's losing skin. Ren's parcel unravels to reveal a hardy-looking gr- grimoire case made of cured leather with iron inlay and delicately bound feathered place markers. The clasp is a combination of iron and reed accents with a coiled, glowing symbol of flame that undulates with divine, familiar energy. Excellent. It's for your ritual book. Excellent. So are the reeds and metal and feathers all... I was going to put my book of the dam in it. But I mean, are they all the same reeds for everything? Oh, cool. Did you hear, Kevin? No, what did you say? I was going to put my book of the damned in it. But now that it has been clarified that it's for the ritual book, I will yeah. put the ritual book in it. Don't put, your, don't put your evil book in it. Don't put your it's, evil. it's not for evil books. It's, it's like, okay. don't, don't put your porn in, please. <laughs> <laughs> not for porn. It's it just, just ruined. I wanted you to keep that nice. Uh, thank you. Ren says, I would have loved to give you guys a gift on my birthday. <laughs> or received any gifts. But nobody said anything, and all I got was knocked the fuck out by <laughs> All right, lady. Happy birthday! Hey! <laughs> is it your birthday, too? Damn, a couple asks. days ago. My birthday was the day it of the was, party. Or was a month the, ago. The succubus. You got a party. What's up with that? We had a whole long discussion about it. Last party. session. Two sessions ago. Did, in character? Yes. Well, though, Hugh or, I mean, opens he, he his... Uh, <laughs> was it or, pulling was the wrapping apart. <laughs> I don't remember. I thought Aurora had mentioned. Hugh's she did. parcel contains okay. an arrow... Crafted with an intricately etched arrow tip made of iron, wide and flat with markings that echo those on the flute, glowing similarly with a faint silver light. The shaft is constructed from the heat-cured reed, and the fletching is the familiar goose feather, but also some gold-tipped hippogriff feathers Mm. that she's salvaged. For sure. Uh, Aurora smiles, and she says, I'm sorry I couldn't give these to you earlier, but I couldn't bear to give you something that was unfinished. It takes a lot out of me to make one of these, so I hope you like that. Thank you very much. He was kind of surprised. He doesn't get gifts frequently. She's she's already kind of like, kind of embarrassed that she had to do this all at one at one time. She was kind of hoping to like do it later, but then she realized she didn't really have time, and she was just so excited. And uh, she's like, "Yeah, so um, careful with those things. They have a little bit of me in them." Um, just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Were any of those things certain heat-treated sticks that I did for All you? of them were. Okay. Ah, interesting. All of them. They all did. of them include every element that that I acquired from each of you over the over the last months. Yes. Yeah, so was down. The feathers. Oh right. So it's the hilt cover, and it's wrapped with the. Th- has the feathers? Uh-huh. It's got, oh, it's, it's, it's all fiber. it's like a braided fiber. Oh, Spectacular. All right. Something. Home. To take below into the deep, deep, <laughs> dark, dark, you deep, have... dark tarpits. Okay. It is only a few more days before you arrive in the great dwarven city, East right Rift. in the middle of East Rift. Love East Rift. In the wild. Can you describe East Rift for us. I like dwarven cities because they're not all tall. They are not all tall. It's um, it's built into a cliff face basically. It's it's almost all kind of vertical spacing where you have to kind of go a long way down each direction to to go down a level. It's all built in and 
it's kind of on the edge. You can go down to the bottom. There are things down there at the bottom, but most people live on the on the actual cliff face. It's all built in to the wall. That's cool. So you go there, and then you can go all the way down. But once you get down there, that's that's the entrance to the uh, the uh, underdark, which is where they get their constant flow of uh, drow fights and whatnot. Things just come up there. Like you 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 grow up there, and it's like. It's okay, it's that time of year again when the drought seem to love raiding, so everyone's gonna start... <laughs> drought season? Drought season, yep. And uh, so you get really good at um, speaking uh, deep speech. Yeah. You just kind of pick it up. Gotta get it's just one. whispering common. Yeah, it's... it's Do you a, know where the bathroom is? Well, you know, they... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a rough place to live because of that. Uh, especially since the spell thing that kind of opened up that whole area. And that. But it's very dwarven, very very well-built, lively. And uh, dwarves have just recently started laying people in again. They kind of blocked it off for a while. So it's like 99% dwarven. Yeah. Like. It, I mean, that's the way it is. I mean, dwarves okay. live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would anyone else live there? They don't, they don't know. Man, to be among the dwarves. Interesting. No, we're not gonna be there long. We just There's an example through. of what it's like there. God oh, damn yeah. it! Look at that. That's that a roper. She. That's it like thir- that's like Thursday. You know, Thursday in East Rift is Roper Day. Thursday. I we all I like Thursday. Roper stew. Roper stew. <laughs> it's not very. Fun. And Roper speaks on dwarven jerky. <laughs> dwarven jerky. <laughs> See, it's a symbiotic relationship. Anyway. So I'm sure the right, water, if they're there for at least a night. Uh, Damon gets epically drunk, and can, the dwarves are Casa, all Casa pretty puzzled by this. Having just a normal drink after hours on a regular Wednesday. We were just talking about this. We actually see your house, huh? Yeah, if you want we're, to. We're living I'll here for a while. It's a good house. You were living here. The entire Warlord Estates here. It's a. But you party. were living here like after you left your whole. You weren't you. No, I never really came back here. I established a little place elsewhere, I think in... East Dokith. East Dokith, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, a night out. You know me, I have to A day to recover, and then down into the depths. Oh, yeah. And you, you unfortunately, you have to go at night, because otherwise, in the entrance, you can't find it. I'd imagine they stock up with some climbing gear, some delving gear, like a good dwarven... Dwarven-made kind of, like, let's, packs. Let's make sure we have, uh, uh, ever-burning torches or lanterns. I mean, we already have yeah. potions, but we just need some sort of... What about a dwarven thing? guide? Are you gonna do, you gonna do that, Aurora? Yeah. I'm saying, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, is she gonna do it that? Is. Or, like, is there someone else? Like, I mean, it's sure, we, we all covered across the mountains, and then there was Stalo. No sure. disrespect. I'm just saying. I can be your stalo for much of this. Can you get us there? Oh, of course I can. We don't need to go. Well, you know how to get there and stuff. She pulls out her dungeoneering map and looks at, says it's a little fuzzy in some places, but I can probably fill it in. Um, I tried that once in real life. Doesn't always work. Dungeoneering? (laughs) It's fuzzy in real life, but I can probably get us through. Yeah. Res one two double check. Uh. Funds. I uh, was interested in selling the sword I have and purchasing one for, I believe, the same. Actually, I don't know the exact price of it. I'll, I'll do it next week. We're up. Never mind. It goes, mm. I'll do it next week. The wind is 
good Not place present. That's a good sign. Sure, Ikema is a huge <laughs> trading town by reputation, isn't that right? Exotic right. trading town, yes. Yes, I'm hoping for a sort of the exotic variety. Well, that would be the place to get it. You might even get lucky and score a draft thing. It's actually kind of Off we go then. Okay. It's not like those ropers are gonna kill themselves. Come on. Real quick, we keep talking about the way I'm doing. Oh. Are ever boring torches like burning torches? What? Yeah. That's fine with me. They're cheap. Just buy yeah. whatever you want. Okay, we buy them. We buy them and we move forward. That's what makes you like we have down. A- <coughs> I don't want us to be in there all of a sudden. So what are your light sources? <laughs> you know? uh, all right. And then darkness. Dark. Are there any places of learning here? Yes, your mind. Into East Rift? Who, East Rift? Or in the Underdark? In town. Okay, so we're just said we were leaving. So is this the night before? Nope, we're already gone. But we, I mean, but East Fuck Rift it. is, East Rift is a large town. <laughs> Trust me, dwarven knowledge wouldn't have interested you. Fuck okay. it, we're already gone. All right. Wait, 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 wait. She pulls out one of her dwarven books. That's about, oh, that's, thank you. that's about the, that's the what they whole know. of their, of Ren their looks at the picture book and says, Thanks! And before you even know it, it is dark. Despite having, despite bringing, you know, uh, ample amounts of ever-burning torches and having lanterns and (laughs) and such, the first thing you notice about the Underdark is that it is dark. The creatures here can see in the dark. There is almost, there's uh, no need for, uh, for most amount of natural lighting. journey is long. Describe some of the things you see during these, during this long, on-foot travel to Ikamu through the King's Highway of the Underdark. In, in the upper levels there are these huge funguses, like they're the size of houses, and they glow very faintly, and you have to be a little bit careful around them, because some of them are poisonous with spores and whatnot, so do not breathe nearby them, but they take up entire caverns full of different colors and they glow and they're they're quite inviting but if you go near them they actually can have some pretty nasty guys so best to avoid those in particular and whatever you do don't try to eat them she looks like red day <laughs> day for sure go by or encounter one or two uh, beasts known as chokers which were which were some of the first things that the that the party ever encountered together, when in the mountains uh, near East Dokith, and upon dispatching a couple of them, it brings back some of those uh, those dark memories. But they were uh, they're happy that they have since gained much experience and acute fighting skills, and the chokers were of really no consequence. Dispatch. Exactly. Brandis sees a. Um, decently sized basilisk, which yeah. immediately engages, and really in a staring contest. It <laughs> immediately um, <coughs> dispatches as um, it is not of uh, massive size, and uh, and Brandis explains that while he had traveled in the underdark before, he would often have to cover himself in a light layer of mud. And freeze against a wall um, <laughs> while a massive basilisk walked by, and uh, 
he was happy to finally be able to kill one himself. And he says, they're smaller than I remember, which is then interrupted by rumbling as a large 50-foot basically comes from further down the cavern, and he splashes mud on people and tells them to freeze <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> and walks by without noticing us. <laughs> Hugh, uh, after a couple of days, the first few days he's frustrated because he can't see very far or much of anything. It's sort of like being at light, but with no moonlight or starlight. Um, but after a while, he sort of becomes acclimated to it, and he just sort of starts using more of his ears to check out stuff that's further away. Oh, that's away. right. You guys don't have low-light vision. Mm. No, just humans. So he ends up... Uh, it takes him a little bit to get used to it, but after a while, he's kind of just using the torch for... It's almost like seeing with your hands. Yeah. <sighs> So it's only just the nearby stuff, and his more distant senses are more changes in wind pressure, temperature, and uh, just sound. <coughs> the air here is still a disadvantage, but the air here is stagnant. It's, it's just sort of there's n- there's change. very little wind in many places. The air just doesn't move, and it's like disconcerting and kind of disgusting. It's like <laughs> walking through like it's like 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 whatever. Fetid water that just doesn't flow. It's stale. Yeah, it's like stale and kind of like whatever, just kind of wallowing yeah, in like some of the air that may have been in the exact same spot for like decades without any movement or kind of refreshment, and it just is extremely off-putting for Damon, who seems uncomfortable a lot of the time, but doesn't complain when it roars around about that. <laughs> she's around all the time. All the time. He just bites his tongue. Ninety percent of the time, she's around all of the time. <laughs> Ren uh, thinks this place actually isn't as bad as everyone made it out to be. You lo- you wanted to go here for so long? I know. Me too. Ren is like, hey, this isn't so bad. I've been wanting to come here forever, you pansies. And uh, Huge pansy. He can see farther than a lot of you guys, because he has low light vision as well. And uh, Which, I mean, it's not great when it's pitch black down there or anything like that, but it's the, better. The fungus and the crystals. <laughs> he can see stuff. You know, farther out than you guys can. It's kind of in the dimly lit parts. The low light. Uh, in the low light. Uh, and he'll admit that it does get kind of dreary down here as we're walking along and Brandis keeps throwing mud on him and shoving him up against a wall. Uh, but he's learned to just roll with it because others have been here more than he has and this is a new place for him. But he finds it quite fascinating. And it... Just the darkness and the heaviness of it all reminds him quite a bit of the things that he has read and seen in the tomes and books upon reading about the Nine Hells and the Abyss. Underdark. Just because of how dark and (laughs) oppressive it is. And occasionally we hit really hot pockets that are just hot. And Ren kind of likes those. However, the pockets of hot air only last for the first couple weeks heading uh, through the Underdark. After that point, it starts to get not only dark, but very cold. Uh, cold doesn't like that. It is very hard to shake as, uh, as the cold is just biting and just continues to press in on you. Ren says. Sorry about <sighs> that. What? <laughs> Probably shouldn't mention that. Right, Red says, "Ah, this cold is just—it's just biting me to my to my very core. I can't handle it. 
as he asks the group to wait for a few minutes as he casts the ritual. And as he, he offers this, he takes a look at Damon and says, I know you're going to bitch at this, but this is totally worth it. And he does his... Um, um, Resist elements ritual or yeah. something? Oh, I'm officially changing my Keisha's amulet to ice defense, cool. by the way. Nice. So... And Damon so has cold resistance. At your next extended rest. Oh, I, well, I, I mean, I already short. did it. So every short rest you can change it. Oh, is it every short rest? So. Okay. I thought it was only extended. I'll check it. I didn't realize you were going to... Almost positive short, but continue. Uh, so that's it. So we suffer no ill effects from ambient temperatures between negative 50 and 140 degrees. It's after an extended rest. Oh. But I did, so... Okay. Okay. And it makes him feel better. Instantly after doing that... The cold ins- like just leaves Ren's body, and he feels like his normal, warm, fuzzy self. Are you getting How long does it last? 24 hours. Nice. Wow. Nice and stuff. it costs nothing to do, so just assume that I am recast. If we now walk for three weeks, I'm doing it every day. Is the element anything, <laughs> anything yeah. any heat or cold in that range, we can take Negative care of it. 50 to 140. Ren just can magically wow. deal with it for us. Yes. That'll work for now. We'll see. Damn it. Alright, moving on. There's another one I need to look up really quickly here where it's endure. There are several creatures that you run by, that that you run across in your travels in the first weeks of travel in the Underdark. For the most part, they're more afraid of you than you are of them. Well, at least they run away uh, for the most part. Uh, Many of the creatures you've seen, I mean, Aurora has spent time in here. Uh, I spent some time in the, at least in the shallows of the of the underdark. You know, when she was much younger, this you guys are much much more powerful now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the a lot of the creatures here in the first areas they don't pose much of a threat. It's not until about a month of travel when you when Aurora can tell that you have officially crossed over into what the denizens of the underdark call the deeps. We've officially crossed over into what the denizens of the underdark call the deeps. The What's deeps. the King's Road, by the way? You mentioned that. The King's Road? What is the King's Road, Aurora? I have no idea. Aurora knows that the King's Road... The King's Road is the name given to the series of tunnels that run through... Oh, yes! ...Underdark. The They're King's all Road. interconnected. It, cool. uh, Where do they go? Uh, they go everywhere. All over the place. They are typically the... Although still dangerous to travel... They the are get around usually in the the, underdark. almost always the quickest way of getting around in the Underdark. Which is great. So not all the tunnels are the King's Road. No, this okay. is particularly great. Some are mined out by the Some are mined themselves. out by the dwarves themselves. What king? All the kings. <laughs> it's the King's Road. Like I mean, multiple from what I've heard of Drow, which is not very much, but I thought they were all run by ladies. Why do you think it's the Drow who call it the King's Road? I don't know, I thought that was all who was down here. He's a, he's a secret drow. He's a drow that makes perfect sense. I think it just means that it's an awesome road. So is it dwarf kings or yeah. something? Oh yeah, they're dwarf kings. Is the body merciless of Torog? That's the king. But yes, it is. It is um, created in the ancient days compared to now. It is what uh, the um, the people here use to travel. Yes, you gotta be careful. On that. And that's what Aurora's maps. Are of is the King's Road. The dwarves have mapped out much of it. It's all scribbly through. with dwarven handwriting everywhere. 
on it. There are arrows pointing in places you don't know why. It's pretty much just her map. There's a smiley face in the corner. Could, could be a doodle. Traveling through the deeps might be important. It's even more unpleasant than the last month has been. I mean, you start to get used to traveling through the shallows. Ren's got a good amount of magic that uh, that keeps it being not horribly uncomfortable. But in the deeps, it's horribly uncomfortable. You notice that the red stains that weep blood have become more common as you've crossed into the deeps, as this place is certainly becoming even more sinister than it has uh, Yeah, that sounds pretty down. sinister. Is that there, like a critter? Uh, Aurora is able to point out many features of the Underdark. On uh, of, of these areas, rocks to Burning stay away from, as they will drain your strength just, you know, just the, the, the very On geography the itself can be dangerous. Perilous. Don't... Don't take a step in the wrong place because, uh... In fact, you should pretty much just follow right behind me. You should, yeah, you should walk exactly behind Aurora. Aurora just starts <laughs> making little serpentine movements. Serpentine. serpentine. Serpentine! Trust me. Serpentine patterns. Zigzag. And as you were turning one corner in the deeps... Yes. <laughs> he was extremely <laughs> alert, but he continues to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Being in the Underdark is exercise. It's just, it's just turning off. Is when suddenly the lights the Earl holding go black. Potion. Burns immediately pops a potion. Or also immediately pops a potion. Yeah. They're not potions. It's a. It's a. It's, it's a, a like oh, a bomb that you uh, rub on your. It's eyelids. like Tiger's bomb. You ever done that? On your eyes. Yeah. Damon immediately bombs up. I bomb. I bomb so hard. Yeah. Uh, all right. Brandis and Daleman then immediately go for the bomb. Go for the bomb. They put the bomb on. Put this it bomb on. Is the bomb on the eyelids? And that is when they can see before them what has caused it. With eight large spider-like legs, indeed Are they attached to a spider-like body. And above that is a human, uh, is a human torso with dark black skin. It's a drider. Let's kill it. Step step. Which we'll take care of next week. What? Good. Yeah. Next week on Love it. this mother.